0: Happy Happy Halloween, 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 Silver Happy Happy Halloween, 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 Silver It's almost time, kids. The clock is
1: ticking. Be in front of your TV sets for the horrorthon, and remember the big giveaway at nine. Don't miss it, and don't forget to wear your masks. The clock is ticking. It's almost time. I
0: Happy I you. God's sake, please stop it. There's no more time. You've got to please stop, stop it. Stop it now. Turn it off. Turn it off. Stop it. 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 This is Tim Vigil,
2: the great, the one, the only. You're listening to Eleven O'Clock Comics. Read Faust, live Faust, sell your soul. <laughs>
1: Boy, we got a little bit of blowback on there. Yeah, I
2: heard it. That's
1: all right. Good. Because then the sparks will fly. I like it when people get abused, other than myself. Don't like it too much when I get abused. You're typing again. Yes.
0: Stop it. But
1: But, uh, he's he's late. So he should suffer the consequences. I love you.
2: you. I know. I do too. I'm glad you love
1: yourself I'm, I'm, not, I'm not too crazy about him right now Oh, for the love of it This is the Halloween episode <laughs> the monster. It, it, Things go bump in <laughs> the night, what the hell is that? Right, you don't mess with the Halloween episode It is <laughs> sacred It's more sacred than church <laughs> <laughs> really? oh, What a week Really? Hard week, you had a hard week <laughs> Still haven't you know. Oh At work And my
2: ankle, what the up with my ankle? You got the old no. <laughs> no. See, That's because you rubbed up on me sure. yeah, that, yeah, Of course yeah. it's my fault Why would it be anyone else's I, fault like Vince's old man cooties <laughs> You'd have those in the scrap <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, no! Yeah good times uh, The other thing That's been making me crack up Every so often Is how enamored you were with my head, or rather my lack of hair. Your head looks awesome. It's awesome. smooth
1: <laughs> and nicely groomed. You're looking fly.
2: It's like I carried away.
1: No, oh, you look very fly. It looks, it looks like, now, now see, whatever I say, it looks like you're going to be like, well, it didn't look like that before. And that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying was you're doing great things with what, with what I past. have. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Before you were kind of like a little bit on that river. In Egypt, you know, trying no, to make it no, all. No, I wasn't. That's... Oh, blame it on the wife now. You gonna blame it on the wife? She hears you, you're dead. <laughs> uh, no, no, but it I, look, I think it looks very nice. It looks, it looks muy macho. You're a peach. You don't want anybody to F with you. No. You, you know, if I saw you, I'd be like, wow, oh, this guy's ready for battle. He won't have any flyaways. Well, He'll look the it's same it's... after battle as he <laughs> was... <laughs> <laughs> Ready yes. to?
2: No, I know. It, it was. It, I, I was. I was holding on, and it was. That's just. But that. That wasn't all my. I. We've been talking about it for a while, and I told her. I'm like, listen, this is what I want to do, and she's. She. In my, in my head, when you just said that, I heard you
1: say, "This is what I'm doing, woman."
2: Yeah, no. Imagine
1: that. But you like it or Wouldn't, not, it that have been awesome. That's what I heard. That's what you did say. Yes. Yeah, right. In in the screenplay that I wrote, uh-huh. that, that's what
2: you said. Okay. Yeah, so alright. You're so thumping,
1: thumping your little cute little hands on the table. Boom, boom, boom. <laughs> I'm gonna cut my hair and you can't say nothing. Uh, alright. Alright, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I do everything. Do Would you like a sandwich? Do it again. <laughs> <Yeah>. Sandwich. <Sam-age.
2: laughs> that is a fantasy episode. Isn't it is. But this isn't. No, this is, this is legit
1: no, and realness. This, it is very real. It is the episode in which things go bump and creep and slime and ooze and slither and cry in the night it is the 11 o'clock comics halloween episode 392 this is my time
0: my time
1: kids love the christmas the wife loves the thanksgiving halloween is my time and i am vince b
2: you are vince b halloween is your time you absolutely do love it um it's true i like I, i like sweater weather i like the season um I like the smells, but there are um in the air full, not from down below your air. But I I uh I don't love it as much as I used to. Why? What's not to love about Halloween? I know, I know. Well, I don't I don't get the candy as much anymore. I am David A Price, by the way, but yeah, I don't I don't get the um you get the creamers. <laughs> <laughs> Saw that. That was
1: very nice. It was. You could you they, get into that yeah, in a Yeah, that is. Yeah, I will. I will. Uh, unfortunately, the boy is going to be a little tardy, but he will be here. He assures us, and we're going to hold him to that. And he'll be someone crazy. I, uh, I'm sure. Yeah. Maybe he'll be
2: the horseless headsman.
1: I'd like to see that. I really would. You know what else I like to what see? Do you like to
2: see?
1: I like to see my buddies save money on their comic books i do warms my heart and there's only one place you can really go to do that with any kind of effect and that's discount comic book service dcbservice.com where you your whole family all your friends even your pets can get massive discounts on their favorite funny books and collectibles if it's in the previews the diamond previews catalog you will get it at a discount marvel and dc massively discounted go there Here's just a, a little bit of a glimpse for the last time, because the new list is going to be up very soon. From uh, Creature, you can get Burnt Comics Number One. It's a mini series, four issue mini series. The writer and the artist is uh, Jairo Lantigua. Um, the premise is very intriguing. A dog chooses to commit suicide and tries to find a creative way to die. Along the way, he encounters obstacles which will further nurture his existential crisis. Da da da. Death, Laughs, and Debauchery. What more do you want? Cover price is $3.99. Your price, $2.19. It looks like a great little old-school black-and-white boom indie. It reminds me a lot of Sin Comics. Really? Yes, and Atomic City. Just just a glimpse of it looks like uh, Jay's Sin and Atomic City. It looks awesome. I must have it. Um, From DC... You get your Grayson, trade paperback, volume one, Agents of Spiral, massive talents on this book. Tim Seeley, Tom King, Michael and Stephen Mooney, cover price $14.99. That's one penny away from $15, but it will not cost you that. No. You can bring it home for $7.49. And last but certainly not least, more massive talent, Sam Humphreys, the awesome and inspiring Mark Lamming. Mike Del Mundo on the covers. It's the Planet Hulk War Zones trade paperback from Marvel. Cover price seventeen ninety nine, which is a little cray. Your price more reasonable and sensible eight dollars and ninety nine cents. Seriously, there's nowhere else to get these kind of discounts. DCBService.com. dot com. Go there. Do it and go there and save.
2: I was there yesterday, finishing up my uh my order.
1: I also forgot to order something.
2: I had to add something. Yeah. And
1: and it's it's strange because uh once you buy a series for a long time and then you you drop off it it's gone, right? Mm-hmm. You see you don't think of and and I was like, "Why did I ever drop that book?" I'm talking about The Dark Tower. I let go for a little while after um Jay Lee and Richard Snelve left. I was like, why? I miss it. I miss that book. So I went back and I jumped on with the new drawing of the three series, ordered the first three, forgot about the fourth one. So I had to jump on, or was it the third one? Whatever. Who cares? But I had to jump on and order the most recent issue and add it to my order. It's effortless. You could do it on DCBS, no problem. And if you miss the window, there's this fancy thing they got now called email. Dun, dun, dun. You can send someone at DCBService.com an email and say, hey, I missed a certain issue or I missed multiple issues of a certain comic and they will do their best to make sure you get them. In most cases, you will get them. Unless you missed like Amazing Fantasy 15, yeah. they're not, they're not going to add that to your order. But most stuff they will and you will get it.
2: Um, I made sure that um, Sheriff of Baghdad. What well, yes, Baghdad, not Babylon. Baghdad was uh was ordered. No, it's it's not order yeah, Babylon cuz they yeah, cuz the whole prince of Baghdad. Yeah, so sheriff of Babylon, sheriff of Baghdad. The new Tom King Mitch Jared's book. I had to make sure that, <laughs> that was on there. And <laughs> I saw some interiors of that. Oh my goodness. Oh yes, and yeah, as I was going through the Vertigo section, I realized that I forgot. I thought it started this month as well or with this 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 order form, but I had to request the first issue of uh, Slash and Burn with inks by Andy Parks, who is at the World Series baseball game tonight, as he was he's last night. Real? Yeah, because he's he's a Kansas City boy. Well, he's 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 in Kansas, so uh, he he was at the game last night, and which is probably why they won. He's at the game tonight. Uh, the Mets are up by one right now. It's one nothing. But dress. Um, hey, what? no. Dude, ah. this is the one time in how many years? I know. I and know. it's the. You, best. Know what I, so, uh, you know what I do to tweak you? What? Whenever
1: we mention Andy Parks and he goes into the show notes, I put a Y on his and name. And then I
2: have to yes, because then I have to edit it and make sure that I carry <laughs> the edit over into the interface. It, it is here. the
1: easiest way to get a rise out of you. I just change a letter. Because <laughs> it's a name, dude.
0: I
2: know. It's not like it's Vince I know. with
1: a Y. That would be uh, hot, though, right? That would be cool, yes. And it, there would be two X's in my name, in at the my surname, oh, and an umlaut, and an, and an umlaut. umlaut, yes, with,
2: with a P. Life is awesome. Um, so yeah, so I had yeah. to, so so I made oh. sure that uh when I ordered the second issue of Slash and Burn that I I requested the first issue be added to it. So it's it's not a huge order. It's it's just a couple things that I'm making sure that I'm getting the the important things like. Stuff written by Tom King. Yep.
1: It's the only DC books I read. Written by Tom King.
2: Well, no, cause Juergens and, is writing Lois and Clark.
1: Right, and well, I was gonna amend that, and <laughs> there's, there's two writers at DC who really float my boat. Tom King and Will Pfeiffer. That's true. Yes. I stuck with Will because I love him, and he's good. Yeah, I, That's I am behind
2: on my, cool. on my, on my type. Yeah.
1: Bang, bang. Uh, we got to get through the drink roll call because we have to talk about Walking Dead before the boy gets here. Yes. So I don't. I don't
2: think he saw it. Yeah, I think you're right. Correct. I do believe you're right. Which is insane. I know. I know. Whatever. It's been, it's been uh, three episodes, and it's it's been pretty goddamn stellar.
1: You're exactly. But we'll, we'll get into it. <clears throat> what I'm drinking, Mr. Price? What are you drinking? Well, I'm
2: two fist in it. Oh snap! You I got coffee in one hand. Coffee,
1: oh, I had that during the day, my amazing brother-in-law gave me some beer because he is a connoisseur of, of the brews. He chances are, if it's a small, small batch thing, uh, big name, he has had it in the past and will give you an opinion on it. I'm sorry. I'm kind of hoarse again this episode. It's sexy. Don't worry about it. But, um, from green flash. This is called the Green Bullet. Triple India Pale Ale. New Zealand Dry Hopped. And this thing is, I think, 10.1% alcohol. It's awesome. And it is. Rip your face off hoppy. And in the other fist. From Heavy Seas. It's a Loose Cannon. A triple Hop IPA. And this is... Um, looking for the alcohol content seven point two five so it's baby steps compared to the green bullet, but the green bullet is very tasty. I like it a lot if it's hoppy i will I will suckle at
2: that teat that's true that is very true.
1: I can't stand limp beers, limp tasteless beers
2: <sighs> well, you don't have limp tasteless friends, so it stands to reason that you know you would not want your beverage to be like that either.
1: I want to feel alive. When my lips hit
2: that rim, I want to feel alive. Yeah. Oh, we are not talking ah. about prison. All right. So the, uh, last night, because of the kind of day I was having, I came home to a, um, I poured myself a nice glass of bullet bourbon and I am not doing that again tonight because the meds didn't win last night. So I'm going through that whole superstitious thing where, you know, I'm going to keep doing what I do. Hoping that, you know, if they win, it's you just repeat the shit. So, right? So, I'm not drinking that tonight. Okay. I am drinking just for you. I'm drinking great. Nice. But I want to make sure that what I'm drinking, I have enough downstairs so that if they do win tonight, I can keep going. And- That's an-
1: That's Cray.
2: And the only thing I have multiple bottles of right now, well, or enough to last me through the World Series, is Redwood Creek, and it is there, Merlot from California. But you didn't have a great day at work today. So
1: are you going to intentionally screw up or piss someone off tomorrow? If they win. Hold on, I'm pouring,
2: I'm pouring another glass.
1: Thank you. No it's
2: the Halloween episode. It's chunky. It's, it's, it's going through my, right. it's going over my finger. Wait for the shake. I'm trying to quiet down. Uh,
1: if you have a bad day today, if you had a bad day today and you're going into work tomorrow, have them having one, you're gonna intentionally want to have a bad day to keep that silly superstitious thing going. What if the cat comes in and like scratches your face? Are you gonna let the cat do
2: it again tomorrow? This is crazy. It's just No, crazy. no, oh I see what you're saying. No, right, no. There are there are things that I can do within my power. Like like you have people who wear the same same color shirt. Or some people go crazy and wear the same damn shirt if if they're on a streak. Um or they don't they shave. won't shave. They'll let their hair, right. you know, things like that. I can if, but it's. I would not poop if my team won on the first.
1: I would not poop and see how long I can pull that off.
2: And it's <laughs> because you're ruining your body that they're going to keep winning. That's it's that, true. That, that is true. That's that's because that's my. I'm part of the team. I'm. just right. I people slay me with the whole, going. Buck Wild because, you know, their team won as if, as if you, as if you watching at home had anything to do with, with being, with them overcoming the odds and, and winning. It, it just, I don't know. That whole, brother. The, no, I'm not talking about the whole vibes and, I, no, I and think universe. Yeah. Right. No, I, I get yeah, that. Col- I get that. Yeah. There are reasons why you do it. But I mean, you have people who like will, will go and, and buy and basically will wear the uniform of the team as if they were there. As if they were integral.
1: Yeah, I know you're not a fan, but there was an episode of Art Bell, and Zach Kruse is now laughing, uh, of course. That's why I said uh-huh. it. There was an episode of Art Bell where uh, one state was going and had a really bad drought, terrible drought conditions. They were hurting for water, and Art said, well, hey, why don't we do this? Why don't we all just wish for rain, collectively, everybody within the sound of my voice, because he had at one time a massive listenership and he's like everybody just wish for rain for this state and by the end of the episode i think it started to rain if memory serves he could have been bullshitting us just like he has many times in the past with his personal life Uh, so i don't know but i'm just saying i think the 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 human mind could do many many wonderful things if we only knew how to use it oh absolutely Uh, judging by the the people that are running for president this time around no, we really don't know how to use no. it but anyway walking dead no
2: what, Oh, you want to you want to do the thank yous after no you, you have to or? do the I don't know what he has you have thank yous right? well I have yes I have a uh, a huge thank you for Mr. Stephen Water. um because for some goddamn reason in my neck of the woods no matter the store nobody has any coffee maker Hazelnut flavoring in stock the powder the the non dairy hazelnut creamer they have some liquid and not <laughs> many a couple might have the bottles they they might have the stuff in the dairy section so sad. it is but and it's the little things because they're i don't I, I don't do it every day, but there are times where you know sometimes I just want i I make food and drinks for me to enjoy and and if that's going right. to do it that's so um why else would you drink them, right? right? Yeah, because it's, like, it, it, it's like pumping. It's that whole purist thing, or if you're a real man you drink it black. I I drink it black, I drink it black plenty of times. Sometimes I just want a little something. So no place. It doesn't matter what I I've been to like three different supermarkets. I've been to drugstores. I've been anywhere that has a small coffee section. Plenty of French vanilla out the ass. They don't even have the seasonal flavorings on the shelf. It's just the the, the usual standbys. They got plenty of like regular original flavoring. A lot of French vanilla, they have sugar free hazelnut, but no just manly hazelnut on, on powder on, on the shelf. Nobody has it. And I, it wasn't the first time I, I noticed it and I bitched about it on Facebook as, as I'm wont to do. And, uh, Steven noticed it and, uh, and, and he actually had some delivered to my house. So now I have some for a while. Hopefully by the time I don't know how many shortage is going on in the northeast, but so hopefully whatever um by the time I'm done with these uh containers, these bottles, then uh maybe maybe oh. it will be back on the shelf or I'll just find I'm, out where the hell he ordered from and I'll just get it there myself. But, I'm
1: I'm going to try this. Well. Since you you were so successful, I'm not saying you were intentional, but people pick up on things. I'm going to try something. You know, I, I am running real low on four terabyte external hard drives. Yeah, you are. I can't find them anywhere. I looked at, uh, I go to Best Buy. Well, I don't go to Best Buy, but I mean, online, they won't send them to my house. I, I just can't get a four terabyte hard drive external. My book by Western yes. Digital. Model and number. so if anybody, <laughs> model number X24573294, if, if you, you know, anybody knows where, you know, I can find one. But anyway, uh,
2: let, let's see if we're going to set up a goddamn GoFundMe page. Just yeah, another you know. hard drive.
1: I only have like 15 yeah. of them. But no, I don't. I'm seriously, don't. Uh, let's see if we're in agreement. Vanilla has no place in coffee.
2: Yeah, no, I'm not, I'm not there. There are times where I might be in the mood for it, mm-hmm. but it's, it's not a, uh,
1: it's not I a would, regular. I would let somebody whiz in my coffee before I drank it with vanilla. <laughs> and, uh, pumpkin and coffee is the beverage peanut butter and jelly. You put pumpkin in my beer, I'm going to smack the dick out of your mouth. Pumpkin in coffee is heaven. And I know people like to go off on it, like, oh, it's that time, pumpkin, everything. Pumpkin and the coffee bean are amazing together.
2: The um, You're not going to agree with that? No, Renee likes the pumpkin spice. We'll go to Starbucks and she'll get that. I I haven't really, I don't know if I've ever had it. I don't think I've ever had a pumpkin spice coffee beverage. I've had. Um, I love the salted caramel. Ooh, no. uh, and and the um. The salt does intrigue me, though. No.
1: It does. The salt is the part that intrigues.
2: Oh no, it's it is is very tasty as long as you're not heavy handed with 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 the caramel syrup. Um, there's, this one, there's one girl who works at the new Starbucks to buy our house that, uh, she, you would think that she, she gets a bonus if she leaves salt in the bottle. Like for every, for every extra salt grain you get on your coffee, she gets like whipped behind I mean, the, 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 the trash compact or something. It's like, well, what ha- I, It's like Renee's just like, oh, why did I order it? Because she's making it today. I was just like, oh, sorry, babe. But. Your barista. Uh, yeah. Uh, but we do have a bottle of that of that salt in 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 the cabinet. So if we're if we're having it and coming home, she's good. But if we're having it on our way to work, she she she's kind of screwed. But she, she um All right. Now your other thing. Oh, you. I have a um well, you know, I didn't say thank you to um speaking of of uh Planet Hulk artist Mark Laming, I did not thank him for the POW annual that he gifted me for my birthday when we saw him in new york comic-con
1: oh you're right i did not either um i didn't thank him for he gave me some vintage um, british horror mags um yeah and and i completely forgot about it i i want to say exactly what the title is but they're upstairs so i suck but he does no he because doesn't. he's he's very he generous and generous. always gives us something else. as
2: as is anthony because he he, yes. he he threw a couple things our way. thunderbird thunderbird uh travel pass holder um i'm using my lost property porcelain he uh he, and there was the uh there was of course you got the horror stuff i came home with uh the mighty world of marvel starring the incredible yeah. hulk
1: friggin' book. I should have kept that and, and, you know, picked up a, something in the cheapy bins and said, hey, hey,
2: this uh, is what I he gave, gave you. Yeah, you. Yeah, you bastard, but I was next to you, you That's a great book. Um, I can't, I can't wait to dig into this. I can't, and even the panel annual I flipped through, it's from 1968, is featuring the fabulous Spider-Man and Nick Fury, Agent of S.H.I.E.L.D., um with some pretty interesting color choices.
1: Uh, yeah, I remember the second book he gave me the uh, the warrior special which yes. I had to, I had to ask him seriously you really want to give this away? Because that's a great issue and it's and it's it's not only great, it's noteworthy. Right? Yes. Because you know, Miracle Man and and the whole uh deal surrounding that. And I have a copy of that, but it looks like your cat had a field day with it. Not a great copy. And the copy he gave me was pretty sweet. So he uplifted me in in a multitude of ways.
2: And finally, this th- this arrived well after everybody else has arrived. Jason got his first, you yep. know, apparently was supposed to go to New York. Vince received his on Thursday, and I was like, okay, cool. Nothing came for me Thursday, so definitely gotta be Friday, right? New. No. Okay. It finally showed up Monday when I got home. Uh, this, of course, is from and by Mr. Dave Jordan. It is sad, man. Did you read I f- it? I did not sit down to read it yet, but it—I flipped through it because I was reading it online as well. And it is—it's there's some, and like Jason said last week, you know, watching watching Dave's growth from like the first strip to the more recent stuff, it's—it it really is, you know, he's kind of a textbook example of if you do something every day like what would what, what is it 10,000 times or something as long as you, if you do something enough times you just you you get really good at it and, and 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 can master it and he's uh i i love the cover i love the look on it it is so mini comic independent yeah. felt it's just but the cover of just of of the stark white Silhouette with just the mask and, and, and the, 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 the modern contemporary haircut. It, I love the look of just, just the face from, from, from the hairline to the neck. I, I, I love that starkness with just the mask going across it. It, the, 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 yeah. the domino mask, but it is a, um, actually I won't even call it a domino mask, but it's, it, it's good stuff. If you have not, because it's a limited print run, get it. It's at the Etsy store. Um, go to etsy.com. Look for Sadman. Look for Dave Jordan. You'll see his other stuff there. The um, the the uh, where Where do we go from here? Is also available on the site. But uh, support this guy. It's 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 yeah. really really good stuff.
1: I'm not disagreeing with you about the whole um, experiencing the journey thing. That's great. I'm, I enjoy that, but. In this instance, I think it's almost unnecessary because, I will explain, um, every artist is a universe unto themselves. Right. The, uni- the universe that P. Craig Russell depicts in his comics and Jaime Hernandez and, um, say, uh, Javier Pulido and, like, all these guys, everyone who draws comics has their different unique take on the universe right i think the sad man universe as depicted in this first book doesn't need to be improved upon it's rough it's crude it's um bleak the the lines are unvarnished and matter of fact i think they are exactly the way they need to be There's no good drawing, there's no bad drawing, there's effective drawing, right? Right. Either it's effective or it's not. It makes you feel something or it leaves you cold. And if it's intended to leave you cold or intended to make you feel a certain way, then it is effective, right? And I think the drawing in, in Sad Man, this book, is exactly what it needs to be. If there were any kind of embellishment or finesse, it would lose that that germ of an idea where this is a bleak friggin' world with a character who just can't catch a friggin' break you know every, it's, it's called sad man it's not called mr terrific happy-go-lucky <laughs> or you know fantastic dude it's it's sad man and and just just the starkness of the the white paper that that shines through most of the, the artwork like there's not a whole lot of a lot of blacks in it it's it's line work and it's 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 ragged, it's rough, and like I said, it's crude, and it's great because of that. I I love. I mean, come on, my favorite living artist is Gary Panther. I love crude when it's done intentionally and when it's done well, and this is. Yeah. I th- I think this book is just. Uh, I don't want to say the p word, but it's fine the way it is. It's more than fine. It's
2: super fine. Super. S U P A. Yeah. Right. Walking Dead. Episode three, titled Thank You, right. which we finally figure out. We see why it was titled that, because someone mouths that exact phrase um, before ruining a lot of people's nights.
1: You know, uh, I didn't mention this last time because we didn't talk about it because the boy is deficient in his walking dead viewing sure. but did jennifer lynch directed the last episode the, the second yeah i episode. noticed that i didn't notice that you know who jennifer lynch is right no david lynch's daughter oh cool yes and i thought last episode was until now um one of my favorite episodes of the entire series because there was a definite Twin Peaks edge to it. Not, I mean, you know, the apple and the tree and all that bullshit, but the, 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 the scene, and I, I won't, well, you know with, what? Let's with, just, with what, Carol? No, you know? Carol is definitely my favorite character by she far. She is your favorite now. character. Yeah. Daryl is slowly tiptoeing into, uh, pussy country and lapdog land. And it's like he lost his, his gumption somewhere along the line and now just um is is uh rick's subordinate just he does what he tells him to do he has his own ideas but he's loath to uh make them to voice them should rick not you know be copacetic he's just he seems to be holding back where carol carol has taken the the show she's owning the show now she's she 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 does what exactly has to be done and she makes no reservations about it. She will kill you if you're in her way. Mm-hmm. If you, if you threaten her people, she will take you out. She dispatched a child because she was afraid of what that child would do to, to her, her loved ones and, and the living. So she killed a child. What kind of a woman, um, you get into the whole motherly thing, the, the nurturing, and that, I'm not saying that is, that is a a blueprint of the every woman, but women give birth. It's a fact of life, right? So they, they are, they do have motherly instincts and for a woman to take out a child, that's, that's horrendous. That must've impacted her in ways we, I'm sure we've yet to even see, right? But she did it because she felt like she had to do Mm -hmm. it. And uh, Tyrese agreed with her, right? F in later on but the scene in the kitchen with the the wolf guy and and what's the the doctor's um widow's name i forget the one that's makes googly eyes with rick i always forget her name oh the blonde
2: yeah she's no, not amy
1: no she's cute well anyway cute love interest for rick just tries to shoot her fumbles the gun goes across the floor thing one thing leads to another and she picks up a scissors And starts just stabbing the shit out out of the wolf Uh uh, member. And the son walks in and sees... And if she does it one last time. I rarely get excited when I watch TV. I stood up and I said, fuck that bastard up. And she's stabbing him. And I felt it. It was such a, a visceral moment. That's what this season is. This season is tons of visceral moments like the one we got in episode three. Which my opinion... It's not gonna change because I thought it was a great episode, but their follow-up could cloud my appreciation of this scene. It, if they backpedal, and Scotty Young is convinced they're going to, as is friggin' contrarian Mario, uh, that there is gonna be an out.
2: For going- Yeah, my brother is one. A lot of the, um a lot of the articles that I've read. Um, Because, yeah, it is... It is entirely possible, but I don't know why they would feel the need to, ha, fooled you all. We had you go and you really thought it happened and ha, ha, psych, here he is again. And it's that would...
1: That's shenanigans.
2: They don't don't need need to. to do. No, no. Then just, I mean, then then just show it. Show it. So then now we're trying to figure out, you know, well, when the hell is Glenn going to show back? And there's no... There's enough crappy stuff going on around them that this doesn't need to be added to. We don't, you know. Maggie lost her sister right in front of her. You know, there are just things that that was dumb. They were just, yeah. you know, so there. Maggie hasn't exactly had a lot of good times lately. No, um, Maggie saw Maggie saw her awesome father. She saw her father die. I mean, she Cut didn't down. see she, she didn't see Beth die, but she saw. I mean, Beth was brought out to her the um. But yeah, you know, and then and then she and Glenn are finally, you know, together, and 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 maybe, and she's probably pregnant also, which isn't going to help because now now, now now the baby just going to remind her every day. But the um, mm-hmm. there's just there is a way that they could do the out, and and I'm kind of and I hate the whole oh look at these behind the scenes photos of Glenn in costume with some guy who hasn't been introduced on the show. I don't care if it it listen. It, it, does it happen on the show? Then it's canon. I don't. I don't care about behind the scenes shit. I don't care about what 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 script the writers throughout that day. I don't care about anything that going in to make the show. Show me the show. That's what I'm going by. So I, you know, the fact that oh Glenn wasn't interviewed on the Talking Dead like every other dead person is, or they didn't do an in memoriam because because why because they the,
1: so that means nothing. Is is the Talking Dead? Yes, it's related to the show. Of course right. they're talking about the show, but it, it has nothing to do with the actual piece of art. It's commentary on the right. art. So whatever they do on, on talking dead, what it, it, it doesn't factor into the actual piece itself, the actual art. It shouldn't factor into I it. Agree with you. Um, but I really, uh, I, I would, I would be, Dumbfounded if he gets out of this. I mean, when we take the, let's. I, I'm sure there are, there are ways of of tabulating the possibility based on how many zombies are in the scene and the location and his proximity to the fence. If if he pulls himself under that dumpster, I'm gonna have a hard time watching that show again. If if he somehow kicks his way out and scrambles up the fence with the frickin' barbed wire, or somehow makes it to that stairwell that i didn't understand why they didn't just make a beeline for that in the first place there was a uh, an access stairwell leading up to like the second floor on the building that's right there they could have just it would it would make more sense to try and run up that stairwell and hope that the door was open but if it wasn't i think they could defend themselves on a stairwell way easier than they could on the top of a dumpster yeah like all you got to do is use the zombie's wait against them push the first one down and watch them all tumble wait till they get back up push them down again and then Rick comes with the RV and saves That's
2: what I kept what? waiting for I kept waiting from the drive up the alley and it, it, there were just there were, there were definitely things setting up because once um once uh what's his face um ankle guy and he 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 was actually oh you'll you'll love this uh real life Ankle guy, ankle shot guy is, is married in real life to Sasha. Oh, that lucky bastard. Right. <laughs> <Dude>. um, so, <laughs> so he, he might was... stick around for a little while, just, just oh, so they can carpool into work together, I guess. Yeah. But the, um, uh, the, the, the dude who, um, scratch guy and, and of course then there's hobble or crutch girl, whatever you want to call her. So I
1: think her name was Amy and I think, uh, I know that the hat dude was Sturgis. Yeah. Thank God what happened to him. Yeah. Uh idiot! The um, but it's just like last episode two. I'm getting real tired of these Alexandria people, these limp-wristed, <laughs> weak-kneed people that are taken out by a single zombie. How can you be taken out by a
2: single zombie? They're not fast. Because you're not. It's come on. They're not. They're not used to it, dude. They haven't had to deal with it. I'm not used
1: to it. I'd be pretty damn effective in a fight well, with it, the, with these zombies. But but even this episode where um uh I love you honey. I'm sorry. I'm going to yeah. die. Uh he was taken out by a zombie from behind. They're he all got scratched, in this. Yeah. They're all in Sturgis this area. Nobody saw this zombie coming up to him.
2: Well, cuz they, they they were watching Sturgis run away. Oh no. It it's, it's ridiculous.
1: The people that the trained people that were there, like Michonne, and and when you're done with the immediate threat, don't you do a 360 to see what's around you in all directions? Why do you just stand in one direction and just hope there's nothing behind you? You get a a recon of the entire area. Do a, it's it's just common. I know how to do it. I'm not a fighter, right? That one zombie takes these people out. And last episode, the dude, the zombie came from behind a tree. Yeah. It got him behind it like, boo, oh, I'm dead. I know. You, you, you're pathetic and you deserve yeah, it. Yeah, I know. It's Darwinism. But
2: with, with how, how um severe their numbers were, were being decimated, uh things were and, definitely getting set up so that, you know, everything was... Everything was in place, you know, with, with the, with Glenn going through his bag with the watch and everything else. It was, it, it was fitting. And the fact that it happens like this just reinforces the fact that shit happens and bad things happen and you, and they happen to people that you do care about, just like the real world. And to have the, the music and the slow motion and not being able to hear anything. You're just, you're just reading Glenn's face. Um, wondering, Oh, you know, cause I've, I've watched this scene and if, if dipshit, if, if yeah, Nicholas, if he landed on him, I didn't see when, when the camera pans back and, and you see Glenn from the side and, and and he falls down on his back, I didn't see Nick land on top of him.
1: No, no. And and I thought, initially, based on the way that that one scene where they first pitch into the, the scrum, Yep. I, I thought, okay, he's going to land on top of him. But you don't actually see him land on top of mm-hmm. him. And I thought the death as filmed was amazing i do
2: too
1: i thought it was very well shot i would have pitched well i didn't have the same goal that they had i would have pitched the angle a little bit more you know just so you can see the wound but then they would have given away what they didn't want to give away um, and i that scene you don't you never see it coming until i mean there's no indication Yes, there are there are flashes of Nick dealing with the old anxiety crap, and and they they go down. No, seriously, I
2: they, know. a dog all sudden. down a high pitch whistle?
1: Yeah, they go into the the alley, and it happens so fast, my jaw just, woo! I was aghast. I it was a very effective segment yep. as as filmed, and and so much so that I almost, I mean, I never watched *Talking Dead*.
2: I know. I recorded. I haven't and, watched it yet
1: and I, I i stuck around and uh yvette nicole brown was on she is a fine woman oh my goodness and uh damon lindelof was on too and um they they open up the show and they're both
2: just sitting there shaking yeah. their head oh yeah just like what because like homeboy said like hardwick was saying you know damon has he, he's been on the other side of it he yeah, yeah. You know, so he he's used to manipulating emotions like that and the, uh, I think at that point, once, once Glenn was on his back on the ground and the swarm was on top of him, if he were to make it out of there, I think that that could have been a lot of people going, all right, I'm, I'm calling bullshit. I, I, you know what?
1: I don't want history to repeat itself because I parted ways with the comic when uh, Glenn kissed Lucille and I said, I, I, really don't want to, to fund the work of a malicious writer who loves to kill his darlings. That's what Kirkman does. Right. <laughs> he loves to maim and kill his darlings. And th- th- there is a component of the series where that is inevitable. You can't have everyone survive every issue, but to do so to a character as beloved as Glenn in the way that he did, and then he did it in, in, uh, uh, to, um, uh, invincible with Eve, and then he did like he he has this pattern. He's established this pattern where he'll hurt and or kill beloved characters, and it's just I don't want to fund this. I don't want to be a part of this anymore. Um, I wish him a, a, a lot of success. I think he's got a real future in the industry, but um, <laughs> the, if if it happens with this again on the Walking Dead TV show, I don't know what I'm going to do. I really do because you know, fool me once, okay, your fault. If I stick around and they do it again, you know, it's just like I, there's enough mediocre bullshit on television, right. and and Walking Dead is not it, 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 it. There's nowhere near mediocrity in the show, but if they succumb to the same bullshit that happens on crap that no one cares about, like they used to do this to death on like. Those, those, um primetimes, um, uh, uh, what, what it was like, it was like paint and place, like after that. What was dynasty it, and, and, yeah, and Dynasty. Yeah. They, just, they used to do this. And no one took it seriously. It was like, the, the, you know, that guilty pleasure. This isn't yeah, a soap that's opera. that's what I was looking for, soap opera. But that's besides the point. You can make an effective soap opera and, and not use the, and not, you know, fall into the, the potholes that everyone else does when they make this crap. You could do it artfully. And, and this season of, of Dead has been very artfully crafted. It, it's, it's amazing what they're pulling off.
2: Don't, don't go lowbrow. There's, there's nothing lowbrow about this show. Don't play games. That, that's the thing. You could, you could leave him behind. You could have left him trapped in a building and then we find out he got out because at least there's things we didn't see, but you know, Morgan is back. You know, I mean, that's, that's fantastic. You don't know what was going to happen with Morgan when he and Rick parted ways. Yeah. You saw him again and, and dude went a little off the deep end, but he was alive. You don't know what happened to him. And then he's following the group and, and okay, now next week we'll get his backstory somewhat, but. You know, to, to show what they showed, it, it it is, it's, it's straight up shenanigans. It's not something they needed to do. You don't, you don't need to manipulate us like that. There are three basically, you know, I mean, and you saw the memes and in this, this is a show, we established this early on that this is a show that even if you are a regular, a series regular, your name is in the credits when the show starts before it goes to commercial, you are still not safe. And that's fine. I love that about this show. And if they're undermining that, now. right? Because now if, and, if, and, if, if you're going to kill Glenn, then just, just do it. You don't have to play games. You don't, because there are three dudes and well, four, including Carol, but there are three. There's, there's, dead, cause there were the memes going around. If Daryl dies this season, we riot. You know, Rick, because A, he's a star and, 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 you know, it's, it's Andrew Lincoln and, you know, but I, even him, I could see him going i could see everybody going but there are three dudes who i think you would never expect to see not make it through the end of the series and that's rick that's glenn and that's daryl now see i would think it would be
1: of, of of all the beloved cast who you think who you think are untouchable
2: i would think michonne but she's not an original but yes, but now no, no, matter. no, no, right, right. But now, well, that that was my qualify. Those are my qualifiers. But yes, Michonne is. It, it's not she. She bumps Glenn off the list. Oh, in your it's, eyes, it's, okay.
1: Yeah, it's it's Rick, Daryl, and Michonne. Those are the untouchables. What about Carol. Carol, as much as I love her, and I, I I'm, as much as I think she is the best character on the show. A lot of people probably don't share my opinion of Carol. See, and the
2: thing is, the, with Carol, Carol would need to, which is something I would have expected them to do with Glenn if they were going to write Glenn off. There, with a character like that, there needs to be a sacrifice made. They need to go out in a blaze of glory, and and but but that which isn't always ideal for this world which is why it's a little bit more gun-wrenching if it doesn't happen that way but i would think that that if carol were to go that she is going to take out as many as she can oh, with her
1: yeah yeah um but see that was the great thing about glenn's uh, supposed death there wasn't a whole lot of pomp and circumstance he just got eaten right supposedly yeah and sometimes that's the way it goes yes insurmountable odds one uh Lone dude? Uh, d- it happens. It happens. At least it's not, he didn't go out Alexandria style with, with one zombie popping out from behind a tree like a friggin' dead jack-in-the-box. Oh, I'm dead. Like, it's ridiculous. But I thought this, the scene was fantastic. But there are a couple things that they mention on Talking Dead that, well, one of them they didn't, they mentioned on the show, but I think you would think it would be obvious. Do you think that the Rick's cut is going to lead to his character on the TV show physically oh, losing there. his hand. Yeah.
2: Um, I saw a link on Facebook where I guess they were asking, they were talking to a showrunner and he, and they warned you, you know, don't click this link if you don't want to know, but they spoke to a showrunner about where this is leading to. And I kept going back. And I was, and they, it was real fucking slick. Because if you're not careful, you could think he got bit or scratched. But it was when he pushed up against to push so the he cut away, the yeah, because yeah. the blade was sticking out of the dude's shoulder. He he cut himself on it, so it was a pretty big, looked like it was a pretty good gash. I thought it was pretty slick the way they did it. Um, you know, the governor lost an eye. He didn't. He he wasn't. He wasn't missing a hand. If if they want to go that route. You know, so what? What do they say? An infection sets in. I guess it. I don't know. But see,
1: it's it's really strange because they, as long as the show's been on, they haven't really established exactly what it is besides death that causes you to turn. Like if you get bit, you die. Why do you die? Is it because there's something? There's got to be something. Uh, in, yeah. Is there a pathogen? Yeah,
2: there's the, got to the, be some, some germ.
1: Okay, so if there's some DNA in the in the in the saliva of these zombies that makes you dead and come back, why isn't it in the blood? Like, why if Rick got cut on that blade that he would, that was sticking out of the zombie, the zombie's blood was obviously on the blade. So it, it's the same. It, one would think it's the same.
2: Unless it's uh, whole, you know, exposed to air or it, it it dries out. You know, like sperm. It's like you know, if, yeah, if it's, it's, like, it's sperm. like sperm. You know, I mean, at least if they if they bite you, if they if they bite you, that's you know that that that's that's more directly from the source. You know, dry dried blood. Um,
1: because there's no air in their mouth, right?
2: Right. Come you on, know, I'm just saying. I
1: don't know,
2: but I mean. You
1: know, in the Romero stuff, you get bit, you dead. And the thing you is... Get, you get
2: blood in you, you dead. And I think, I think Homeboy would have cut his own hand off if, if that was, if, the, if that was a serious risk.
1: Well, maybe it'll get infected. Right. Maybe it'll get, it'll get necrotic and he'll have to t- take it off. Or maybe he'll cut it off and it'll be like ash. In, so uh, too and the hands will be running around and trying to kill him. That'd be fun. <laughs> But, I mean, I saw the the preview for Ash versus Evil Dead. Oh, my God. It's going to be amazing. Oh, my. It it, it it was only like four minutes long. And I I would have been completely satisfied if the first episode was only four minutes long because it gave me everything I wanted. then. Everything. everything. But anyway, and the second thing, and I think Damon Lindelof said this. He said... Exactly what you said. There are untouchables on this show. And the longer the show goes on and the more the characters do to endear themselves to the audience, that untouchable list gets longer. And you have to do something to to keep credibility alive within the narrative. You have to do something sooner or later to start whittling away at that list. And it becomes increasingly difficult to do that. So if Glenn's not dead now... Like I said, okay, that list just got a little longer. Cause like, this is now the superhuman dude that survived this, uh, you know, the odds are against him in this zombie pile and, and he survived. Like, so now he attains like this goofy legendary status now. It's going to be hard to take him out. I would rather see Glenn dead. As much as it hurts, I would rather see Glenn dead and, and have him come back. As Gl- dead Glenn, just to have Maggie cry and snot all up, and I would be there to console of her. Of course, yes. What as is long
2: as a- Sasha didn't need you,
1: Sasha could help. There, there's the scenario <laughs> right there. So
2: I thought it was a great
1: episode, but I I'm, my fingers are crossed that I'm wrong. That 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 you know, well, I'm, my fingers are crossed actually that I'm right that he is dead, but. More intelligent people than I have pointed out things. Yeah, Scotty, Scotty um, Young, and stuff. And uh, I hope Scotty's wrong because I, I want them to cling to the mission statement. No one is safe. Take this guy out. He he. Based on what we've seen, he needs to be dead. It will be. It would rank up there with the best episodes of the sea, of of the the series. Yep. Oh well. Well, it remains to be seen. Well, I don't know. We probably won't see this week because they're, they're they're sadistic bastards. Based on last episode, and uh they'll probably drag it out some.
2: Friggin' Nicholas. That this is the reaction that we saw from Glenn. That that was something that you would see if it was Maggie getting god forbid i know but if it, i could see his reaction this is the dude glenn did not want nicholas on any supply runs they want him on a team they want him out and about to, nicholas is the dude who who killed moa tried to kill glenn and all, he's 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 been a a 180 pound bag of what shit that that you've had to drag from place that's
1: right right so i'm stay should to used nicholas to to uh, buttress the 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 wall around the RV to to corral the yes. zombies. They should use just, him as a just, sandbag. Yeah, just, he would have been really effective as a sandbag. Just
2: just just rip up p- p- pieces of Nicholas and throw at the zombies. So this way they right just, they wouldn't that. even eat that. That's, they wouldn't eat that. Just, but I was just it, it's I get I I do get it. You know I it, part of me is just like no, like, let Glenn be dead because I do not want to hear. From so many people who never have shit to say. But, told you so. I told you so. I told you still. So. I see. I told you. It's like I knew he wasn't dead because I never watched the show anyway. But it's it, there are just Mario. There, yes. No, <laughs> I'm not mentioning Mario. Why don't you, you just say, <laughs> say it, Mario? We don't want to hear it from Mario. No. We, well, he, he'll say regardless. It, there okay. are. Yeah, okay. You, you will. Yes, yeah. but that's not that that that's not the person I am specifically speaking about but no there are it's i i get it and and kudos to you people making the show for you know fucking with us for no reason whatsoever i don't oh they've talked about it we talk about it anyway i there's i don't see the benefit other than them saying we fooled you which is not this 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 isn't who shot jr this isn't we don't need to know any of this you don't need the games that that's what's unnecessary and and it's no, it's it, i'm not saying it's gonna hurt the show i'm not saying people are just gonna, well i mean you've 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 made it abundantly clear that depending on how it pans out if if he isn't if he is alive and how it comes to be that you know you're done which is absolutely fine and and i've dude i've been done with shit before i would this Ruin it for me. I don't know. This is what, the seventh season? It's, I mean, there's six, six six seasons. So I, I can't, it's an AMC show. They don't go on forever. I don't know how much longer the show has. Um,
1: I think it's got a lot more left. I
2: think it does, but, and, and, and the way things are going, I mean, they've been in, they've been in Alexandria for the second half of last season. They're still there now. This is, this has been three episodes and all it's been, is is a um, it was supposed to be a a, a corraling party where they just they they do a dry run. This is how we're going to do it, and then the next day they were going to do it. But it's been three weeks now. The next week's going to be four, and that's that's a Morgan flashback. But so far this season, and we're almost at the halfway point for the season, that we haven't had much progress because we've had Rick and his crew and a pretty strong posse out and about. Seasons only eight episodes. It's 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 maybe twelve to thirteen, but they do they do that split, like around Thanksgiving, take a break and they come back in fucking February. So
1: that's right. um,
2: So we're almost at the the mid season point, and you you have you have Rick and a bunch of dudes on one side of town. You have a bunch of people, and you have the wolves attacking. So I'm I'm just I'm afraid that we're getting to they're just going to repeat that formula where it's like all right we're going to take the first half of the season it's going to take them forever to get back to where they were supposed to be just like the prison just like the governor it's like it's like why why are we taking so long i know it's slow moving i know it's it's to ramp up the 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 tension but what
1: do you yeah you're you're what do you think about enid do you think she's a wolf
2: that's uh that's JSS, right?
1: No, that's Carl's uh emo Enid, the, like that girlfriend that he that right. he's yeah, always. No, she up. was
2: scratching JSS and leaving J.
1: Oh right, right, right. See, that's the thing. Uh, after she saw her parents die, and after she ate Michelangelo, the the um, <laughs> she so she basically when they, they they shot those scenes with her alone, singular by herself. But then somewhere in in I remember her in the in the series saying, "We when we were out there, so she i mean if they established that, yeah, she was alone when she came to the to the gate, you know and then she says we i i, I I'm thinking
2: Ina's one of the wolves I've right I'm thinking there's got to be something to her because why did we get a flashback of her of all people? Right, like who cares? I mean, granted, it was it was it was a pretty fucked up story because Dad's trying to fix the car, and then all of a sudden the walkers show up, and and now she's she's on her own. So I mean, we get we get why she is, um, why why she's acting like she's constant well, she glue uh, Gus. Just Pull yourself uh, out of it. The uh, I can I can see her, but is. But she had no markings. I mean, why would they? I mean, just so be a mole. I mean, did I don't think we know enough about the wolves.
1: Well, the wolves' markings—most are they all branded? Pretty much. Maybe she's. Maybe they don't brand spies.
2: Or she's branded elsewhere.
1: Or she's branded
2: elsewhere. Uh, the yeah, I don't. I don't know. And what was people talking about with, like, like, Judith was taken? When, when the hell did that happen? I thought they,
1: uh. Nah, they, I see they said that on, on Talking Dead too. Where, you know, the casserole went off. Hey. No crying baby. Maybe she's a heavy sleeper. And why she gotta cry? Just cause, because Seriously, I mean that was, liked, that, that, that was, maybe she
2: likes casserole. Maybe, that was, the, maybe <laughs> that was the time that they were just setting so that they could go check on her. I mean just, oh, she's gonna wake up in 45 minutes and cry. that, 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 that give me a break. It would that have been awesome though if the show was actually timed with the timer, like if it, if, yes. I mean, it, it's, <laughs> that it fantastic. But,
1: uh. I just killed a bunch of people. Hey, it's time to take the, uh, I honestly the, uh thought the Tuna
2: fish out. I honestly thought when that happened, because this, this, this dumb bitch was outside smoking, that that was Carol's imagination just going, oh my god, if something would just come along. And, and I thought, I thought that was Carol imagining things. Mm. That,
1: well, yeah, think. it was played
2: that way. Initially. And then, and then, yeah, and then it comes back and you realize what the hell's going on. But it, it's, I, I might have to watch the first, the end of the first episode again to see when exactly, um, cause I know Rick told Morgan get back home, but my man can run fast.
0: Yeah.
2: And he was the only dude. To ch- I mean, I guess nobody else was with him. Everybody else was just like, you know, go, go take care of that horn. How do you know? Why would you just send Morgan?
1: That's why Rick isn't dead, because he's fast and would not be felled by a single frickin' zombie. That's why he's still alive, because he's he's got his head screwed on. Yes, right? he does. Yeah,
0: absolutely.
1: yeah. You, you know, people. A lot of the people in the group are at odds with his 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 way of doing things, but he keeps his people alive, and that's all he cares about. And that's all he should care about. Yeah, he's not a babysitter. <laughs> damn it. Make sure Sasha and Maggie, make sure they're okay. He slipped up a little with Beth, but she he wasn't around to protect her. So, it happens. It does happen. Yeah. Ugh. Let's talk about some comics. What are you reading?
2: Oof, what am I reading? Uh, let's see. Um, did you read the 5th issue of Weird World? 5 new. No, but I want to oh, hear Oh my lord, no.
1: Oh, I'm not gonna do that to you. It's- You said on the Facebook it's a prelude to an- It is,
2: it is, it is. So, which, you know what, hey, maybe, maybe, maybe Aaron was going to write something that was just definitive and end it, but once (laughs) they were like, yo, this, this is taking the fuck off, man, people are really interested, maybe we should consider, and it's- I would love to know exactly
1: how much it took off, because I'm thinking it- I'm thinking the numbers are there to warrant an ongoing with an eye on maybe it'll get to eight, 12 issues, you know, initially when they pitched the weird world series, I'm, I, I can only imagine they were thinking, okay, this is a special event. We can do whatever we want. Let them have their jollies and do this world world thing. But I'm sure going into it that Aaron did not plan for it to be open ended.
2: No, which, what which, which, what which could be why he's not writing it. Right.
1: What are the chances of Weird World of all things finding an audience? I it didn't even catch on big in the seventies. You know, a couple singles and the Marvel um special edition, maybe what was it, three of them? Wow, was it really? Yeah, well, isn't I think Warriors of the Shadow Realm is tied to Weird World in some fashion. Okay. I could be wrong. But I'm I I know the Plugue stuff was maybe Two? Two issues? Three issues? I don't know. But they've appeared from time to time in the Marvel Universe since. You know, few and far between. But these aren't those characters. This weird world has really nothing to do with the original stuff. It's, it's weird world in, are you listening to Art Bell? It's weird, weird world in they Na- I swear it sounded like the beginning of
2: Art Bell. No, oh, it's, it's, was, it was letting me know about the weather.
1: rain of men this weird world resembles the original in name only, so maybe that's why it's working i
2: don't know the uh but i mean it it's consistent from the first issue to the fifth everything looks fantastic um it's a uh it, it like i said it's it's i'm i'm guessing some people are gonna be really happy um oh, what yeah. Well, if you read it, it took him Lois and Clark. So the, uh... Uh... Yeah, yeah. People... I was... I was very pleasantly surprised. I was very happy. Uh... And... There's... Oh, man. There's a, uh... Yeah, it's... it. Parts of it is a little on the fucked up side. But overall... It's, <laughs> you don't say. Yeah, no. It's, it's... It is a, uh... It's a good, it's a good issue. It does. It, it, it's not as bad as that, um, Green Arrow Black Canary wedding special where if it ended three issue, three pages sooner, it would have been the perfect, most greatest ever one shot known to man, but they had to go and fuck it up with those last three pages. It's not that bad because right when it's, uh, oh just tell no me. i don't because it, it's, it's i, I was going to bring up lost again for some reason but basically the uh
1: you do want me to read this right? yes
2: so okay oh see what i did there oh you want this knife back that's sticking out of my back i'm the, sorry uh we never got into that we didn't i was on board the lost
1: train up until the bomb went off once that, uh, the, the big kablooey happened, everything happened. That's
2: after like the second season, third season.
1: No, 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 no. Not no. the bomb under the island, not the big magnet? No, the, the, the second bomb, the, the, the nuclear thing went off. And no, it's just, it was ridiculous. I thought the last episode was horrendous. I disagree. Okay.
2: Uh, but, um, Especially where I was at, at that moment when, when, when the last episode was happening in the last scene. But anyway, the, uh. Coexist. The, 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 the... No, that was the last episode. Coexist. Everything's real.
1: Everything's true. true.
0: What? No, it, can't
1: it's, still, it can't be It can't be true. true. They're the stained glass window had oh, yes. every denominate, every religious, <laughs> every flake of religious, uh, belief on it. Because every belief this. was on the plane. It isn't all valid. They're probably none of it's probably valid. But it was on the window, okay. So that means you know we're we're good. No, it doesn't matter what you believe in. You're going to heaven. Uh, you just that's. But well, we're gonna keep you in purgatory for a couple years first, yeah. until we can make some money off you, and then you can go to heaven. There's the door. Go ahead. Take the dog too. Take the dog.
2: Okay.
0: We're
2: good. Uh, <laughs> the amount of hate in your heart. The <laughs> the. uh there's, basically there is, there's a bright light moment. And, uh, you're kind of, I guess you're gonna say in present day. It's just, it, like I said. Does
1: Archon die? Tell me Archon doesn't die. He tries to,
2: he tries to off himself. Okay. Uh, that, that's very believable. And, and there's a, uh, and, and there's a, uh, Cry into battle, uh, an airplane shows up. There's, it's, it, it, like I said, it's, it's consistent. It's well done. It looks amazing. There are some, uh, there are some pretty sweet seeds. You might, you might have new wallpaper. I'm saying
1: Oh, is there a, uh, man things spread? There is
2: a, is there a man things spread? There is a, a bunch of, um, There's, yeah no there's there's um well scully comes back uh no Mulder. this (laughs) i see what you did there. there is a pretty yeah no there's there's some mad things and there's a warhead and there's uh even skull the slayer
1: is close to his uh previous incarnation it it i mean it it's not too far removed but the whole world from what I can remember, anyway, is nothing like the original Weird World, and it shouldn't have to be. Let's let's have a new take on an old uh dance step. No, no, I, I agree. And, and Del Mundo is coming back for the ongoing, but at uh, visually it'll be
2: consistent. That's good.
1: Yes, who's writing it? I forget. I do um, so. too. It was
2: not it was it's not humphreys right? Is it? Um, yes, Sam. Is humphrey's? it okay?
1: I believe so. Yes, good thing you brought that up, Mr. Mind.
2: The Oh, you know, Morgan Le Fay is fetching. Uh but no, there's a um there's the dragon is there. It's everybody, you know, <laughs> you're doing
1: your best, I, not to be specific. I, uh, well, the dragon, dragon shows up. I mean, he he brings dragon. cake.
2: They all no, have cake. cake. The cake is a lie. <laughs> the uh no, I you'll you'll dig it. You won't I don't think too much will be a surprise to you, but I think, I think as it, 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 in this case, it's, it's the journey. The, uh, the destination is, is pretty much obvious since we know that, uh, there'll be an ongoing, uh, but I, I, yeah, no, I, I definitely, I dug it. I recommend it. Um, I read, uh, you know, with the good with the bad, I will say as, as it, as it stems, spins, Spurns from, uh, the Convergence event. As great as Lois and Clark is. Another tie-in, spinoff from the Convergence event is something, uh, called Titans Hunt. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, basically pretty much they, they borrowed a page from Secret Wars and they're just using the name. They're just using a title. Of something that happened it's um
1: you're not gonna believe this i'm sorry go ahead my wife just comes downstairs uh-huh. she has a captain america shirt on that's hot a star-spangled red white and blue tutu and captain america leggings
2: is this for halloween or is this for bed?
1: It, it's for crossfit there's having a Halloween oh, thing that's for crossfit will you please get out of here it looks awesome by the way i wear it for our 20th anniversary great <laughs> <Nice. laughs> Yeah, twenty years today.
2: Happy anniversary, boo
1: poor woman. Yeah. I know. She kept <laughs> you off the streets. So I'm sorry for interrupting you. I mean oh, that's that worth, was necess- that, that's worth the that interruption. Was necessary.
2: Um the, the the cover's nice. It's it's based on uh, Nick Hardy where our heroes are on either side of a memorial and then um you have our hero the, the, the past heroes um up in the air. But it It's, it's very much like Lois and Clark where it's set in the current new 52 DC universe. However, uh, unlike Superman, the Superman we know hanging back in the cut watching the new 52 happening, uh, this seems to be, you know, it, this Roy Harper seems to be the Roy Harper, Roy Harper that I read in Red Hood and the Outlaws who was a dick. He's still a dick. It, um, he goes into a liquor store and the, um, the guy ringing him up is, uh, his name is Narc And, uh, Roy asks him if it's, that's like a nickname. And then he's like, it's a name. And he goes to pay and knocks the bottle off the counter, but catches it before it hits the ground. And Narc says, you're speedy. And he goes, wait, what'd you say? He says you're speedy, your your reflexes. And he's like, yeah, you're right. That that's me. I'm speedy. And 99. he's drinking that while Agent Thirty Seven is on the uh, on a case where he's going after somebody who's harvesting the organs from metahumans. Oh that's cool that's a neat it concept. is a neat concept so this dude he 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 interrupts Grayson goes to um take down a uh a buy that's going down where uh someone is it took the lungs from a um uh yes they uh these are lungs from an atlantean Ooh so. So, they should be pretty, powerful. yeah, so not only will they cure your employer' cystic fibrosis, they'll allow him to breathe underwater um so, as Grayson goes to set everything up so that he can track it and 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 take down the um the person in charge, here comes this dude who comes barreling in, breaking necks, and he looks just like I swear to God, I thought this who it was. this is who it was, he looks just like. The version of Dick Grayson as the older Nightwing drawn by Tom Grinberg when they introduced Team Titans.
1: Don't you think this is getting a little kind of messy now?
2: Now I'm saying this is who it looks like. It turns out it's actually Garth. It's Aqualad. Oh,
1: okay. I was saying because like we have the, the we pre- have New we 52, Frank, to, yeah, yeah, Superman running around. It just seems like they're, they're putting trap doors.
2: Everywhere, yeah. but you, you've proven me wrong. Well, this this looks it looks like him, but it isn't. So it, it turns up it, it it's Garth. Um, Garth ends up fucking up everything that Grayson that, that that Dick was trying to accomplish with this. They end up fighting for a minute. Um, Garth throws him and then hops in the water. And there's a um and there's like a whirlpool which. Causes, uh, Dick to stop in his tracks. Then we cut to, it looks like maybe Florida, and I'm guessing that's where Starfire is supposed to be, but there wasn't Starfire, it looked like that, that, that looks like Donna Troy. Um, we cut to Mal Duncan, who's accepting an award, uh, and it turns out that someone calls Dick Grayson, and says, you need to get the team, basically saying you need to get the team together. And he's like, who is this? And the voice is like, I'm not on the phone. And he's like, what the, and and he puts the phone down and it's Lilith in his head. So what's weird is that Lilith seems to be the connection where she's got a drawer full of files with Wonder Girl, Robin, Harold, Hawk, Hawk, Dove, Speedy, Caveboy, and Aqualad. This does not... Now, you have people who are getting visions or, or reminiscing or remembering a past that in the New 52 didn't actually happen. But if... If if this is... So, like I said, it the title is Titan, Son. Huh? It has nothing to do with the Wildebeest. has nothing to do with, with Destro kind of joining the team for a minute so he can, you know... Find out what's going on. I don't know if we're going to see Panther. I don't know what the hell's this has to do with Titans Hunt, which is what really intrigued me about this. But I'll read the second issue to see where it's kind of going. But as much as I loved Lois and Clark, I really didn't feel the same way about this. Some of the art is a little on the inconsistent side. It is um you have uh pencils, by uh well, artists by um Paolo, uh Sequira and Geraldo Geraldo Borges and um High Pfizer color artists. Some of the panels, some of the pages look really sharp, look really good, and they, they spend time on it. It it it's on point. That then there are a couple that just look really awkward and busted and, and I don't know what the hell happens with dick's hair from one panel to the next like all of a sudden you got a buzz cut it just there's just some inconsistency issues in on some of the pages but i'm not really sure what's going on story-wise so i'll i'll see where it's going dan abnett is is your writer and normally oh, you know there's man. really nothing to to worry about there but i i don't you know when i think of the titans dan abnett isn't necessarily a name that pops into my mind so um i'll get the benefit of the doubt i'm I don't, you know, I don't think he's going to need time to get a feel for these characters. If you're talking about like Mal Duncan or Cave Boy or Harold, these aren't exactly my Titans. I, I have a very specific, just like when you and I were talking about, you know, who the hell makes up an Avengers team, and 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 Squirrel Girl and Songbird necessarily aren't on that team for me. But I'm not sure. Basically I expected something and I got something else. So that that's on me. Like I said, I'll 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 read the second issue and see where it's going. But um I can't jump up and down and say read this like I did with Lois and Clark. So just trying to keep the whole convergence tie ins or spin offs somewhat um balanced. Yeah.
1: yeah. You've been um more complimentary than not. Let's just say you're upbeat. That's true. You got to you you got to point out where the warts are. I mean, Rightly so. You know you're you're doing a service, but for the most part, you you've been you know
2: on. Well, the, I'm trying to find you know if if I spend time with it, I'm I'm going to. I shouldn't have to dig. Right. The 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 what I enjoyed should be right there on the surface, and and I want to point out that you know if I if if I read it to the end of the issue, then there had to be something there. That kept me going. So, I mean, if I did enjoy it, if if I like something about it, I'll let you know. But if it, there's a reason why I'm not singing its praises.
1: Right, right. I have something neat. Do you? And appropriate for the Halloween season. This is the last episode before Halloween proper. So I thought I'd go out with a bang. I want to talk about one of my favorite comics of all time. mm Yes. I have six mint copies in my life, which I don't cut to touch at all, and one reading copy, which I have in my hand right now. Um, the creative team is uh, varied. There's a lot of hands making this soup. It was... Um, well, I'll leave one name out because you'll know what it is right off the bat. The, the subject of the the comic mm. was was involved with the plotting. Jim Salicrup and Roger Stern also plotted it. Ed Hannigan did the script. And this is where you might guess what it is. The art was by the great Tom Sutton. If I'm going to do horror <laughs> for the month, I'm going out with Tom Sutton. Yeah, right. right? Yeah. And inked by Terry Austin. Tom Orzachowski did the letters and the color art was done by the great, the lady of Marvel Comics, Marie Severn. The issue is number 50. Number 50. The comic is Marvel Premiere. The subject is Alice Cooper. Did you not read this issue? I do not
2: believe I read this issue.
1: Oh my God, I love this issue. It is um basically a tie in. Not basically, it is. It's a tie in for Alice Cooper's then released album From the Inside. See, in the late seventies, Alice was hitting the bottle pretty hard. Uh-huh. Uh and he checked himself into the um I believe it was in New York sanitarium in a new york sanitarium i don't know exactly specifically what sanitarium it is but he was having problems coping with the booze so he checked himself in and the from the inside album was a product of the things he endured in this sanitarium Uh, basically what the album is you get an intro from the inside i am in this insane asylum this is, um, you know, my current situation. There's a song at the end that basically admits we're all crazy. And in between, you get these character vignettes of all these insane, whacked out characters. How they got that way. Why they're that way. Who they were before. What they are now. There's a Vietnam vet named Jackknife Johnny. Uh There's a plea to his... Woman on the Outside, which was the hit from this album. You've heard How You Gonna See Me Now, right? Say it again? How You Gonna See Me Now? That ballad. Alice always has a ballad. Right, right right, right, right. Well, he did until he sold his soul and started doing shit. But um, there's a pair of psychopathic lovers called Millie and Billy. Uh, inside the asylum, the object of Alice's affection is a nurse named Rosetta. Who wears, you know, garter belts underneath her nurse's uniform, and she's very fetching. And he sneaks a peek at her now and then. And he gets excited. It's like the love interest inside. There's a place of seclusion where the bad patients go, called the quiet room. It's a padded cell, basically. You know, act up, you're going in the quiet room. And and Alice just formulated this. This it's a concept album around all these. His, his ordeals and all these characters he devised based on what he saw in this asylum. The album itself is really cool because one of the things Alice always did would, would put some flourish into the actual packaging of his album. Like Billion Dollar Babies was the wallet with the paper money inside. School's Out was the desk with the panties. In, you know, you, the front of the album flipped up. It was the top of the desk and you know the 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 panties were in there um and uh from the inside was no different it was a die cut gatefold like the front of the the album was Alice's face superimposed over the doors of of a of the sanitarium and the 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 album opened up the doors opened up in the middle they were die cut in the middle and then you saw a panorama of the The actual asylum, with populated by all the characters, and in the, I believe the 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 right hand side somewhere was the door to the quiet room, and it was die cut as well. And you opened up the door in this gatefold, and you saw Alice in the quiet room, which was really a picture from the sleeve that was tipped in in the back, you know. Mm. And when when you flipped the album over, the back was die cut too, and it was the back doors to the asylum, and you. You open them up and all the inmates were, led by Alice, were running out. They're escaping the asylum, hence the last song. We're all, you know, inmates were all crazy. Um the, the, the comic, if you've heard the album, is exactly what you would expect. Uh, it is not unlike an issue of Howard the Duck, written by Steve Greber. Remember when Howard was in the asylum? It's a lot like that. But it's crossed with that mad magazine, Harvey Kurtzman sensibility where no matter where it is in the panel, foreground, mid ground, background, something's going on. There's something going on in every panel. Like the reason why Alice is in the asylum in the comic is a case of mistaken identity. These guys are supposed to pick up this Alex Cooper who's deranged. And Alice just happens to sit next to him. I mean, it's, it's a pretty, uh what's the word, contrived premise that gets him into the the asylum. And when the guys come, they're like, hey, Cooper, we're here to take you away. And they, they take Alice instead of Alex. Um, so Alice is in the asylum. And all the characters are running around. Uh, there's a lot of cameos um in the foreground in the background of some scenes namor makes an appearance um there's on the phone in in the background tony isabella's calling roy thomas to get him out uh let's see what else is in here there are famous cartoon characters in here fearless fosdick is in here the hulk the Popeye gang is in the background of one panel. It it is as chaotic as not, you remember not brand eck?
0: Uh-huh.
1: That mixed by mixed intermingled with kind of like Harvey Kurtzman's Mad Magazine, where it's just this chaotic stew of stuff. And you could spend forever just it's Terry Austin on inks. So it is way more detailed. ...than I've seen Tom Sutton... ...well, than Tom Sutton usually was. Um, and because it was released... ...in 78, I believe... ...I would have thought... ...there would be a Howard cameo... ...somewhere. He was a Marvel Comics character... ...and, uh, you know, Howard 76... ...this is 78... ...or 79. Uh, no Howard, you know. Uh, the little, it doesn't ruin the book... ...but I mean, it would have been cool... Um, And while Alice is in the asylum, the thing that gets him through it is like he's got to get out for Veronica's sake. And that's another song from the album. But there's a discrepancy because on the album, Veronica is a dog. He's got to get out of the asylum for Veronica's sake because she'd get pretty weird. And he has to be there for her. But in the comic, Veronica is a snake, which ties in better. With the whole Alice Cooper persona, Alice should have did that, right? Wouldn't it would have been better if if Veronica was actually a snake, but no. Um, and you know, through the course of the issue, you see Alice interact with all these wackos, Jackknife Johnny. You know, he's the military dude, and he's nuts, and he's saluting people. And Nurse Rosetta is a smoking hot uh, black woman, and they didn't actually make that clear in the gatefold like there is a black nurse she's I don't know, she's adjusting her a picture or something and, and you have this this inmate that's looking up her dress which would fit with the lyrics of the song and what goes on in the comic but in the comic there's a foot fetishist that is so hot for veronica or um nurse rosetta but there's also a, a white nurse in the gatefold too. So, I mean, there was some artistic liberties taken and I'm sure Alice gave him some direction here and there, whatever he could. I don't know how much involvement he had in this. But this is one of those issues that, I mean, we all have them, right? We have these issues that, beloved issues that just take us back. 76, I was 11 years old or no, 70. I want to get the exact date so I can tell you how old I was. This is 79. So I was like 14 In 79, still a kid, right? Still in high school. This is one of those issues that I read it, and the time machine does exist. I can go back to that time because I can remember what I was doing when I bought this issue. I remember remember exactly what I had to do to get this issue. I sold newspapers. And the money I had from from selling that crap, Uh, at the end of my route, there was a newsstand, an awesome newsstand and i, I that 's where I bought this issue, and that 's the copy that i 'm holding in my hand right now that exact issue that 's the reader copy because I read this friggin thing i can 't even tell you how many times I read it. It is one of my my cherished possessions Aww. it and it 's art and it 's forty cents, and it was done to promote something else and i 'm sure the people involved didn 't really invest all that much creative energy into it obviously the, the the visual part of the creative team did but i'm sure you know uh uh Roger Stern and those cats didn't say you know we're going to make the best issue we can like Alley Oop is in it in the background freaking Alley Oop we need something to put in the background what are we going to do ah throw Alley Oop in it you know or you know maybe they just left it up to Sutton to do whatever he wanted to do or maybe it was Terry Austin who just inked in. Who knows? Whatever the case. The finished product. Oh, and um the cover letters were done by Gaspar Saladino too. Does it get better than Gaspar Saladino? I don't know. And uh uh Watanabe, I think his name's Er was named Irving. or Irv Watanabe. But it's just it I, I have a hard time. delineating my exact excitement for this issue and why... Everybody... I know Gordy feels the same way. This is a great issue because Gordy's an Alice Cooper fan. I'm an Alice Cooper fan. From the Inside was his last truly great album. It may not have been as good as what came before or the highs that came before. The one that came before was the live album, which sucks. It's one of the worst live albums ever. But Alice Cooper... Up until this album had some really amazing albums. Welcome to my nightmare. And, and that's the thing. Within the issue, characters will say something that echo lines from the album. Not just from the inside. Uh, like previous Alice Cooper albums too, like Welcome to My Nightmare. There's a line from Elected in here, which was a big Alice Cooper song. Um, and, and so like they're playing to their strengths. They're, they're, They know that the majority of the people who buy this issue are probably going to be fans of the source material, right? Like, why would you buy an Alice Cooper comic if you weren't an Alice Cooper fan? Maybe you were a horror fan. Maybe you're just a Marvel fan. But I think the percentage of those people were really low, right? So they're playing to their strengths. And I just love everything about this issue. One of my favorite horror artists, teamed by one of the best anchors ever. I don't think that's far-fetched thing to say. Terry Austin's one of the best thinkers in the business ever, right? Right? It could have been done as a lark. Who cares? It could have been done for money, Whatever the case, this issue mattered to me. It still matters to me. After all these years, um, as a Spider-Man fan, as a fantastic Four devotee, what I remember most, or more than, is this silly? Alice Cooper Marvel Premiere number 50. Why? How do I quantify that? What do I specifically say is the reason why this thing really lights a fire under me? I don't know, but all the pieces are there, so whatever they may be, and they all mingle to this amazing cohesion of, like, goodness. This is my way back machine, the single issue. This, this, this is my transportation back to Fourteen years old. Aww. It's crazy, but it's it, it's it's a really great issue. I, I I'm sure you can find it for relatively cheap. I don't think it. I don't know if it was ever reprinted. I don't think it was. I think if you want to read this, you got to go back to the actual source material, and and that is is medium specificity. Experience this in the medium in which it was actually delivered like there's this whole thing going on with film these days Mm -hmm. and and there there are there are proponents of if it was shot on film the best and only way you should experience this art is actually through the medium of film because you lose things when something is digitally transferred, you don't get the exact penetration of the light through the celluloid projected onto a screen. And the the variations that occur in the distance between the the camera or the projector and the screen, there may be things obscure. You know what I mean? Like there's so many variables when you're projecting moving images onto a screen. And, And that was that's part of the allure of celluloid. Whereas when it goes to digital... I think, and I, I know I'm not alone, something is lost. Yeah, you gain clarity and you gain deliverability and you gain portability and it's easier to watch and you don't have to set up all these big freaking devices and have a whole entire room devoted to watching this thing. I understand that. But the best and only way to watch film is film, right? It's not only the medium, it's the art itself. Right. You cannot separate the art from the medium. It is. It's both. It's both art. I mean, and I think these these vintage comics are the same way. They're probably browning by now. The paper probably smells like vinegar. They're probably, you know, uh, all wrinkled and 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 stuff. And the majority of them were were manhandled to death. That's the way you should experience these. A trade paperback is awesome. Remastered art, great. I'm all for it. But that's not to supplant the original. That's in addition to. Those originals still exist, and that's the best way to experience these things. Go back, get the original I- issues, because it wasn't only the story that was part of the Marvel comic. Am I being long-winded? Nah, no, dude. Sorry, sorry. It's not ex- not exactly the... St- it, not only the story that was the Marvel comics experience back then, it was the cover stock. It was the toothiness of the paper. It was the friggin' Cylon Centurion leader from Battlestar Galactica ad on the inside front cover. And the you know the the Marvel the one hundred and thirty two Roman soldiers for two fifty bullshit the Johnson Smith company you know all those added up to the entire experience. It wasn't just one thing it was an amalgamation of all these things that made us fall in love with Marvel you don't get those in the trade right, right. you don't it it doesn't happen go back and get the original issues yeah it's a pain and it may cost you more but if you're if you're invested in the art form, if you want to experience these things the way they were originally presented, go back and get those issues.
2: Nice.
1: I'm not selling any of them. Yeah. 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 I got a lot of wind on that because awesome. I'm passionate yes. about this. And it's
2: Halloween. It's your time, bro.
1: Well, since the boy's not coming, we might as well tell them now. Jason's not coming. He flaked out it's on right. us. Now, he, had some, he had something. Nick- <laughs> <laughs> Nicholas. <from laughs> no, my he he had something to take care of for something important. Yeah, no, it's all uh, good. It is all good. But I love my brother and I wish he was there. Oh, no doubt. Let's see, clock on the wall. Oh boy! Wow, we're close to two hours. Do you have anything else you'd want to talk about? I'm
2: sure you do. I to have a couple of things. Um, did you see that Supergirl thing? I did watch the first episode. Yes. Watch, oh, watch, How, you watch
1: know watch what? Pilot. I like to to rub my butt on DC, <laughs> and, and especially the DC cinema stuff and the DC TV shows,
2: which I think the cinema stuff I don't blame you on.
1: No, it, it's it's fairly evident that DC is very very afraid of primary colors. Let let's call them out. The movies, especially high chroma, primary colors, bad. You got to have some gray in there. You cannot have a straight red. Oh no, it's, 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 that's not what in the mission statement, but whatever. I, I can't speak to the TV stuff because I haven't watched any of it, I know. but I, I will say the stuff I saw from Supergirl, <clears throat> it looks fun. It looks totally in line with what I would expect Supergirl to be. Yeah. And the actress that does play Supergirl, it's fetching. I would go farther than that. I would say, There's, there's a couple brackets above fetching. She's, she's beautiful and she's not bulky. Right. She's not China, which no, 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 don't do that. She is of average frame. It's a nice frame, but it's not, I mean, she's, she's fit, but is she, she's not, she's not overly muscular, which is dead on, right? Right.
2: No, it's, 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 what did you think? I think she's great for the part. Uh, I like her. As Kara, I like her as, um, as Supergirl. The, um, everybody is, is pretty on the show. We are introduced to a Hank Henshaw. No way. Yes way. We are, uh, we are introduced to a James Olson. The only person, the only, there are only two people who get to call him Jimmy, his mom and the big guy. And because Superman they is pretty much the, set in his ways. They do say the big guy. He said, yeah, he, he referred to him as, as, yeah, yeah, kind of basically called him the big guy, but it's, it is not tied in to the, um, lackluster man of steel movie. It is a separate entity. Uh, Superman does appear, but kind of in, with the sun behind him. So you never really see his face. Uh, it's, it's very, it, it's, it's, pretty much in line with the um so so some spoilers here i'm not going to give the, the whole episode away but uh the pilot's been leaked forever and it it, it premiered on tv monday so most people i i didn't say anything online because i do know a lot of people didn't watch it when it premiered and um and i know some folks like tiki like tj uh they were because it it it's Start time is eight o'clock going forward on Monday night. It was eight thirty. So they, you know, it was, if they were going to watch it with their daughters, maybe the daughters went to bed, what have you. So I didn't want to get into it and spoil anything for people online. But as far as now, I figure it's it's fair game. And if you've listened to our Walking Dead talk, then as we wrap up with this, you're you're in it. So it, uh, Cal's rocket. It, it, it basically it looks like, looks like a subway line. Cal's rocket is in the front and it's ready to go and his parents are putting him in the rocket ship and, uh, and you have Kara's mother, um, you have, it, well, Kara's parents putting her in her rocket ship saying you're going to protect your younger cousin, um, you're going to follow him and How does that does that mirror the the original origin in well, the no, comics? Because, I don't know. Because the, there's also the Bottle City of Candor. There was I mean there was the whole thing with, you know, well, where'd she come from? And, you know, why was it a cousin? So why was there a second rocket ship? And but this is the whole thing about I, it was it, they they did I remember more of the Matrix. Right. They did do a yeah. retcon where it, it she was sent to she was the older of the two. And she was going to kind of look out for him. Um, so I think they did borrow some things from column A, some things from column B. But uh, she kind of got sucked into the Phantom Zone and was basically stuck there for a dozen or so years. So by the time she broke free and did get to Earth, Superman was already a thing, all grown up and and, and doing his thing. She didn't have to protect squat. So he dropped her off with the Danvers family. They were scientists. They had a daughter named Alex on the show. The Danvers mom and dad are played by Dean Cain and Helen Slater. Oh, that's very. It was very cool. It was really neat to
1: see. See, that's a good. uh, Yeah. Come on. That's a good idea. I also heard that Tom Welling
2: is going to come and do something with the TV show. I didn't show. I didn't see anything about that yet. Um it would make sense as far as Supergirl. He hasn't appeared in in the CW shows. He hasn't appeared on uh, Arrow or The Flash. So it would make I, I could see him showing up on Supergirl. I don't know what else really he's been doing lately anyway. Um so she she grows up and she works for Cat Co or Cat Core. So, Basically it's a media media company. Prince <laughs> TV that, that that's owned by Cat Grant. <laughs> Maybe we'll get to see her kid die. And, <laughs> 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 and it's and Again that freaking toy
1: man
0: oh, is going to kill the kid. Lord.
2: Oh, I couldn't get there in time. Oh man. <laughs> yeah. going to make me think of Murphy Anderson who recently passed. But now um yeah, it, was it was. But I mean, he had a, he had a- Oh dude, he stellar, yeah. stellar life.
1: Um, I say Murphy Anderson, you say? Kurt Swan. No, really? That's your word association? Oh wait, with... what do you- Swanderson? What do you, what do you mean? I say Murphy
2: Anderson, first thing that comes to your mind. Oh, well, uh, Adam Strange. Ah, uh, I would
1: said Spectre.
2: Oh really? Uh, yeah, no, for me Spectre is, is Jim Aparo or, uh, or maybe even Carmine, but Jim or Neil Adams. Or Tom Andre. Huh. but yeah, I never, I never associate Murphy with. Uh, I'm, I'm never gonna say Specter to you then. <laughs> you won't. The <laughs> yeah, I'd be like, what the fuck is the best Specter for? Uh, <laughs> so the Mets lost. So the, the, she, she, she's all mature now. She's basically a gopher. She's fetching coffee. She's, she's running and getting layouts for for the magazine, um, and and. Cats all butthurt hurt because Metropolis has, you know, Superman, and they can make papers about Superman and do this and do that, and, and and you know we don't have we don't National City, that that was a little groan-inducing. Doesn't have a hero to call its own. Um I think that's kind of cute. It's it's cute, but it's it's that's a little. I don't know about forced. I mean, at least Star City and Central City. I mean, those those exist. Those are already set in the comics. National <laughs> City that just. Who would name, that's, I, that, of all the things I'm going to, wait, hey, hold up now, I don't really believe that, that's the part that I kind of, that's the hinge. But you have the, uh, there's a plane about to go down, cause a super person has to save a plane, or a space shuttle. Makes um sense. the plane is about to crash into the, auto <laughs> the auto Bender Binder Bridge.
1: Are you serious? Yeah. yeah. That was neat. Oh, that's that nice. Was. That's
2: nice. yeah Uh, but yeah, so Hank Henshaw, James Olson, Cat Grant, they're, um, the head IT guy who has a crush on Kara, but she's not returning it at all. Um, he's a good looking dude. The sis is, is a, uh, is, is a very, very good looking woman. There's, there's a, um, it's small, it though, is it a yeah pageant. oh because that but that was a cw that was a wb show it has to be there um it's it's and some of the music was a little more of the the over the top not not really cinema score type stuff but it was uh it, it didn't feel like a tv show type score there are um there are some like i said it was a pilot i never judge a series based on the pilot. Cause by the time it's made and sent and shown and, and, and while well, it approved months go by when you're get back to everybody. So you can keep filming the regular series. So I don't know what next Monday is going to look like. If there's going to be a big difference between the two episodes, but I'm going to give it a few episodes so it can get its footing. Cause I, if, if I gave up on shows after the pilot, I wouldn't watch friends. I wouldn't watch Seinfeld. I wouldn't be, you know, there's a lot of stuff I would have, Stop watching, and not just sitcoms, but um, you know. So let 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 it get its thing. It's you know the whole the whole montage as far as her coming to grips with things she she does she does tell her sisters knows who she is and um, and the IT guy because she needed to confide in someone. But it turns out James knew because Superman sent him to National City to keep an eye on her.
1: We never see Superman.
2: You never see Superman.
1: I think that's kind of neat. I do too. Let the show get a year or two.
2: I was concerned because I was... Part of me was like, if it does... Just like with Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., come the spring, they always tie in the last couple episodes of the season or the season finale with whatever MCU movie is coming out. Whether it's uh, Winter Soldier or Age of Ultron... It would have been kind of neat. Part of me thinks if they tried to do that with Supergirl for next March's Batman v Superman, Um, but they're not. I I think they should use Superman
1: like Charlie on Charlie's Angels, like without without the voice, like have him on the periphery or have him contact her through someone else, and then wait till the show gets some footing.
2: Yeah, if they need it, and who knows, and maybe maybe Tom Welling will be Superman and i think that cool. would be cool that would be cool i just i did dig it i um i'm going to stick with it 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 just whereas with the cw stuff the flat the flash is is fantastic it's pretty much my like firestorm and yeah and they, and and yeah firestorm 2.0 was introduced yesterday uh it's it's been a it's been a really good second season i think and after a really strong first season um the arrow can be dark at times and, and it had no problem killing characters early on in the series. But the, the problem I had with Constantine was that it was an NBC show. It felt like an NBC show. There was no threat. There was no danger. He looked like he was wearing an outfit. He didn't look like he lived in those clothes like John Constantine does. He looked like he was cosplaying. And it, and it really uh. took me out of the show. This, there really wasn't, and and maybe that's the target audience, you know. If 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 little girls do want to look up to Supergirl and and or watch it with daddy, for a CBS show, probably because it feels like a CBS show, there was no danger. There was I, at no point that I was I worried that with Kara's first big day out going up against a bad guy, that even though. He had the upper hand most times that she was in any danger and, and the people around her, whether or not she was going to be able to save the plane. There was just, there was no, it wasn't much drama. There was no, there was no heavy to it, but, um. I will say
1: I've watched more than my fair share of Smallville and I enjoyed it up until a certain point. Which point? When Doomsday crashed the prom.
2: I, I don't think I still have to finish the Doomsday season. I wasn't thrilled with who they had for Doomsday. That,
1: that yeah, was... but the greatest Superman villain.
2: Oh, we already is... mentioned Toyman. Yeah, okay. So
1: no, 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 Is is relegated to crashing a uh, uh, high a uh, high school I, I... dance? He would have destroyed the entire building and everything in it. I know. He, the entire city. I know. Like this is freaking Doomsday.
2: I know. Uh, anyway. I just I. Um...
1: He's not named Bad Afternoon or, or Lousy Workday. He's called <laughs> Doomsday. Doomsday.
2: That means the end, done. I, I enjoy. I, I have. I do believe I have all nine, ten seasons of um, of Smallville. Smallville. Yeah. Wow, you bought the box set. No, I, I was buying them as they were coming out on DVD.
1: There was a time when you can get them at Best Buy for like seven bucks oh, yeah. for an entire oh, season. Yeah. yeah.
2: Um. So I don't have it on Blu-ray and I don't have, I don't have the complete set, but I, so I bought these all individual as, as the years went on. Um, cause it was something that my father and I were both watching, but yeah. I, I, don't really think you
1: need Smallville on Blu-ray.
2: There's nothing especially notable.
1: On well, right. No, face. no,
2: there isn't, but only if they, uh, enhanced it for widescreen. Oh, that would be cool. Yeah. So as, as, yeah, as yeah. it is, it's just, it's, it's four by three, but. I uh I will finish it. It it's you know, one of those things that I just need to constantly slap into the D V D player. One of them was kinda acting all funky, but the I don't know uh was it Jimmy? Who the hell who did Iceman play? Was it was he playing Jimmy Olsen? I think he was. Ice Iceman. Yeah, from the X Men movies. Sean Ashmore.
1: Oh, oh yeah. I don't know. Because I
2: they, they they got rid of Pete Ross, which kinda of bummed me out. They um You're talking DC TV. I have no idea what oh, you know, other than yeah. You know, nah. But yes, I enjoyed Smallville. I enjoyed uh Supergirl. I um I think I'm gonna check it out. I I wouldn't I wouldn't say I wouldn't watch the pilot and then, and be done with it. I, I would definitely give it a couple episodes.
1: Yeah, but see, there, there are times, um, and anybody who listens to this show is probably going to say, yeah, there's a lot of times where I am entirely superficial. I will endure whatever poop they throw at me in the plot or the special effects just to look at her.
2: Which is fine. I am, I'm like, there that. is, I mean, I wouldn't mind pausing the screen when she shows up with the first outfit that homeboy has her try on. Mm. No low cut. uh, There there was a bare midriff. There was, uh, there was some nice shorts. It was, you know, it was, it, it was to serve. It, It was to give the guys the thrill. But, uh, but then you get the, um, the traditional skirt with the, with the cape. And it's, you know, I, I said, I, I dug it. I don't it it's it's produced by the dudes that do the the Flash and Arrow, uh but it's it's made for CBS. Uh, I don't expect the shows to cross over. Uh but
1: it would be nice if they
2: did. It it would be, but it's if DC's looking for that cohesive but universe, that's, but, like but, but they're not. Point. They're not because uh why? Why wouldn't because you? Because this version of Green Arrow Does not exist in a world where, you know, Bruce Wayne is a thing. Oh, really? Yeah. No, there's no, there's no, there's no worry. You know, there's no mention of Metropolis, but what's cool about Arrow is that, that, uh, there was, they were actually at a bar in Coast City. And as you were being panned around the bar, you saw a fur collared aviator jacket with jordan on the name tag you see well why would you do that
1: and discount no offense the dc's flag yeah the more pop, popular heroes because like they Cat don't man and superman
2: it's their dc does not want their movie universe to coincide with their tv universe and for some and to some degree they don't even want their tv universe to interact with each other. The Flash is obviously a spinoff from Green Arrow and and the Legends of Tomorrow show, which is going to give us Rip Hunter. and Get out. Yeah. And do you know who's going to play Rip Hunter? Mm, no idea. Arthur Darvill. Rory Pond. Are you kidding? No.
1: See, that's intriguing. I will watch the hell. Well,
2: that that, that'll be, I think, January or spring. But yeah, it's coming in.
1: What's the logic behind that? Why wouldn't you want these characters? Why would you pattern a flash show without Superman? Then you could
2: have an annual race. I know, I know, I know. But do you really want that Superman from that movie? Well, they didn't have. They wouldn't have to do that. No, they wouldn't, because they're not doing it on Supergirl. So yeah, they could have, but it's they just. I don't, no, I, I don't would, know, they, they, you had- He'd kick him in the balls before they, the race began. had- Ted Cord has been mentioned on Arrow. Nice. Uh, so I'd, I'd be- I- So Booster, Booster, Booster Gold might show up at Legends of Tomorrow because it's a time traveling show. Uh- And where- where Booster, you have beef. That's what I'm saying. And- Nice. When, uh, early on, last season on, on Arrow, during, uh, because Oliver Queen was 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 a young playboy hiding behind his parents' money and whatnot, he apparently had a uh, a fling, knocked up. Mom said, "I'm going to give you money. You're going to get out of town. You are not going to ruin my son. We'll take care of this now and be gone." There was an episode where Oliver showed up on the Flash, and he walks into the coffee shop and there is a woman that he bumps into and it is her that mom sent away. And he says, you know, good to see you. How you been? This, that, and the other. As she's leaving, she turns and she says to her son, come on, Connor, let's go. No! (laughs) Say it ain't so. I, I would, but I'd be lying. I just, the way that they set things up on... It's just, it, it really is a fanboy's dream. The, the CW shows are, if you if you know this stuff, then you know you can either wait for it or uh, you, you just you, you get a little bit of a jolt when they when they say it. Uh, and Supergirl looks like it's going to kind of do the same thing.
1: Yeah, it doesn't cost anything extra to do that, no. and you make a significant portion of your audience happy. Yes. If if the the rubes don't get it, it doesn't impact exactly. In their enjoyment of the show because you're giving them the plot and the, whatever happens, the, the, the incidental stuff, that's gravy that is just making the people who love this thing love it even more, yeah, right? Yeah.
2: There was a, um, Iris West was, uh, her mother came back into her life this week, last week. This week they had a face to face and Iris, being a, a reporter did some searching on mom. Cause she thought mom is dead. Cause, cause that's what Joe West dad was saying. And, and, um, so she comes back into, and, and she's like, I want to, I want to get to know my daughter. Apparently she, after, she was an addict and that's when Joe was like, you got to get out, get clean and get out. And so she's back now, but she doesn't have much time left. She has what, what the doctors called McGregor's disease. Don McGregor's disease. No, not Don McGregor, but, but that's Mr. Freeze's wife. What, uh, Uh so that, that's, that's the connection to that. But, so there's a Batman connection. I don't know why they don't pick up on that. So there's, so you have, but mom says, mom's trying to say, you know, this is why I came back. And Iris is like, no, you're, you're still a straight up liar. Um, because if you were going to be honest, then you would also say that you have a son. Is that rain? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So if mom has a son, and that could be either, uh, we, we don't know what the son's name is, but it could be Wally. Mm-hmm. Uh, or I'm thinking if they want to stay true to the comics, then eventually Iris's brother grows up and has a son. Named Wally, so then it, it can really be a nephew. But, you know, we'll, we'll see. Uh, it's just, the, the Easter eggs are neat, the nods are neat, it's, I'm behind on, um on Arrow because it got a little off the rails this season early on. So it hasn't been. The Flash is pretty much must watch TV. The Flash and Age of the Shield, and now I think, uh, Supergirl will be added to that list. But, and iZombie oh, cool. too, which, I don't think there's really anything like the comic these days, but DC does. And that's the other, and that's another thing. I zombie being a vertical property and and owned by, um, Roberson and Allred. I don't know. I don't see how much crossover that's going to have. And now that Constantine was canceled last year, he actually will be showing up in a cameo on arrow. So at least they're going to keep the character around. It's, but yeah, they're not going to tie it into the movie stuff. This, um, this girl has nothing to do with the Zack Snyder movie, thank God, to some degree. And um, I mean, I think my might... majority of that movie. Is... No, I don't want there to be a connection. I, I mean, I think it could it, it it could be somewhat beneficial if if there was a connection, but. Um, I'm fine with it as it is. It, it's on CBS and and it's on eight o'clock. So and on a Monday night, I don't know what kind of audience it's going to have. But in the day of uh, of DVR, I, I don't really think it matters all that much.
1: I think nights are irrelevant for the most part these days. There is very little,
2: except for like The Walking Dead, and, yeah, and maybe football. I don't know. I mean, for those that watch it, I don't know what else is is necessary to watch in real time. Well, Tuesday or. Thursday nights. Well, for you, yes, because yeah. I know I can go on Twitter or Facebook and see so many people spoiling Project Runway about, you know, who who's someone <laughs> shears and why is, you know. Stop. Uh, I, it's just I, I have to get off the Internet just because I don't want to know. The Tim Gunn Save is coming into play
1: oh, this oh, week. Man. It is. I'm telling you. I have a new show. I won't go into it. But I love Sex and Drugs and Rock and Roll. I tried it. I wasn't feeling it. Are you serious? Yeah. I think it's, uh, Dennis Leary's amazing. Well, how far behind show? are
2: you? Cause it's, uh, the season ended.
1: No, I'm on about episode nine, 10. There's not many more than No, that. there aren't.
2: That's no, okay. Yeah. All right. So and, we started,
1: Eliz- Elizabeth, uh, Gillis. Oh my God.
2: Ooh. be that superficial stuff you're talking about.
1: No, she's gorgeous. But no, I, they, they dropped so many rock references in this show, uh, from the first episode on, like, you know, uh, Bowie the Stones. Right. Uh, they talk about Keith a lot. It's a great, and they don't pull any punches. Like, you know, uh, there was one episode where, uh, Elizabeth said, you know, something like, you know, slap a handle on, on Keith if you want some new luggage. I mean, he looks bad. You know, it's just, they don't give a shit. And I, I love it. I, I always love Dennis Leary. So, uh, if you want to get your comics cheap, get them fast, get them delivered right to your door. Where do you go? DCBService.com. That's right. There's only one place, dcbservice.com, for the absolute lowest rock bottom prices on your favorite funny books and collectibles. This is the absolute I said it twice. La you can get them there too. Last time I'm gonna repeat these specials because after probably two days you won't be able to get them anymore. But you will if you send them a message. Um Burnt Comics, number one, two dollars and nineteen cents. Grayson, Trade Paperback, Volume 1, Agents of Spiral, 749, and Planet Hulk, Mark Lamming, da 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 $8.99 in your travels. I gotta go out with some horror. And I'm gonna go out in style. It's published from Marvel. What? What? Yes. The creative director and executive director on this thing is a dude called Stephen King. Uh the script was done by Roberto Aguirre Sacasa we know him from what afterlife with Archie and Sabrina the art well no I'll leave that for last the color art is Laura Martin Chris Iliopoulos did the col- did the letters the covers are done by Lee Bermejo and others art by Mike Perkins I am of course talking about the stand arguably Stephen King's greatest novel. I don't think so. A lot of people do. I think his greatest work is The Dark Tower, but your mileage may vary. But The Stand is awesome in its own right. Have you read this, David? No. Have you read the original novel? Not all of it. Oh, uh, you know, I got to give uh, Roberto aguirre Sacasa a lot of credit because I would guess that well i i wouldn't guess the the original the source material is unwieldy to say the, the least there are tons of characters in the stand it's a gigantic book i think the the uh um special edition is like 1200 pages it, whatever the case i i read it like three times uh over the course of my life each time i love it even more it, it's one of jason's post apocalyptic um scenarios where a plague a government created plague is is let loose from a lab uh, and whittles the the human population down to a a bare minimum of 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 survivors survivors that are immune to the captain trips the 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 plague and then you have um your big bad the walking dude traipsing all over the land the the survivors are uh, impacted by dreams of um, a woman in a cornfield and they all journey to reach this central location. Uh, why? I'm not going to say. Re- read the the comic because it's amazing. This is uh, this prime Stephen King. And like the Dark Tower and Robin Firth and Peter David, who did an amazing job on that, uh, Aguirre Sacasa does justice to the novel. Amazingly so because so many plot threads, so many characters all interweaving and he makes it exciting. He doesn't make it cumbersome. Uh Mike Perkins' art is very detailed, very realistic, but there are moments of downright ick. Uh, like the first issue when they open the door to the, the car that plows into the gas station and we see mother and child coated in snot and vomit and just disgusting. Uck. And the kid is blue and the mother's blue. And it's it's you it's one of those scenes where, you know, um, like the alien chestburster, you will remember it if you if you if you experience it in the comic. If you read it in the book, you know, your mind wanders and you formulated your own mental image of it and i have to be honest the mental image of i uh, that i um formulated reading the book is pretty damn close to although not as realistic to the, to the, the the mike perkins version um i read captain trips and uh american nightmares both of which i believe are five issues um i'm a tad bit behind on this series. I don't know whether Marvel finished it or not. I'm sure they did because I think they published an omnibus of the stand, if memory serves. But you should read it because it's really great stuff. And um it will put uh visual uh imagery to the, the stuff that you read in the novel if if you if you have. And it, it, it's, it's good. It's, 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 it doesn't short shrift Stephen King, which is saying a lot when you got like, how many Stephen King adaptations have there been over the years in film and comics and, and other media? And it, like the, the, the audio version of the Mist and stuff. And it's like, how many of them actually did justice to the source material? I can think of maybe two, three, three. Um, the cycle of the werewolf that, that well Stephen King wrote that, but Bernie Wrightson did the the art for it and it's amazing. Uh The Stand and The Dark Tower. Yeah? You know, okay, we're gonna get into the movies. That's a whole nother story. <laughs> the Shining, okay, and, and Salem's Law and blah, blah, blah. But what long story short, you if you're a Stephen King and reading the stand as published by marvel comics will not disappoint you that's saying a lot that is yeah read the dark tower too cuz it's it's
2: fantastic do it yeah oh man uh in your travels i am going to say pa <laughs> pa who publishes that? Uh, oh, you'll never guess. You know what? No. I'll save that for next week. because Maybe you'll read it by then. I'm going to go with a new number one also from Marvel. Mm. This is written by Warren Ellis. Art by Gerardo Zaffino, Color art by Dan Brown. Letters by Clayton Howells from Virtual Calligraphy. Um... Oh, that was a David Ajax cover. This is Karnak. Wow. Uh, I'm not, I guess I'm not the biggest in humans fan. Like I, I get, I, I, I like Karnak's power more than I like this look. I, ah. I, 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 I was what, the big helmet? Why, why is Ukrainian so goddamn huge? Why is, that's, that's
1: flawless design. <sighs> flawless. The master designed him.
2: It is huge. It's like an orange on a toothpick. So he uh Ellis it it's an Ellis book, so you get the little lowercase lettering. Uh loved it. It's <laughs> it is unique. You know when you're reading an Ellis book because even after Ellis is gone, they continue doing it. See Moon Knight. They uh But he is Karnak is kinda just in a monastery chilling. Uh because he doesn't want to, I guess, sense anything. He just needs to be tuned out. Uh, but Shield calls for him because a, uh, a parent, a, a parents, a, uh, a, a, a couple has lost their son. And the reason Phil Colson called Karnak in is because the son was affected. By Terrigin Mist and, uh, therefore, Karnak is pretty much the one who they turn to in, in, in times like this. Uh, so Karnak is back from the dead. Uh, he and he shows up in the, uh, in the Arctic and he's met by, uh, Gemma Simmons and Phil Colson. He is, uh, Karnak is then introduced to, um, To the mother and father that is, that, that are missing their son. They want their son to have help. Uh, there are, it, there are pages that are kind of wordy, which is fine. And then there are, um, but then there's some pretty kick ass action. And for some reason, I don't know how I feel about this yet, but every single panel where it doesn't even really kind of need it. There's there's the um there's the 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 dot it, it, I wouldn't call it zipatone but there's that that moray pattern where
1: you really want me to read this don't you
2: Yes I do I, I do I love I love moray I know and and it looks like it it would make sense but it's it it it's not it it's on the dude's muzzle flash and then it's on his face. But it's going beyond the lines on his face, so it's not even like shadows at that point. It's just weird, or it's it's um it's on Colson's suit jacket shoulder, and the side of his head. So it's it it could almost kind of be like you know where the lighting is, but I'm just not sure how I feel about it. Carnac um, looks fantastic. He um he actually he uses. At one point where he uses his power was, was pretty neat. He, uh, you know, no, definitely check it out. Like I said, I'm not, there isn't a lot about the, uh, oh, and it's, it's violent. He, he (sighs) doesn't, he does, he literally does not pull his punches. The, uh, I am interested to see where it's going. He's not, he's not like Deadpool Wolverine. It's just, it's, well, not that they have Wolverine right now. There's just not a, um, I really don't know what to compare it to really. But since I'm not enamored by the inhumans, I wasn't really sure how I was going to feel about a book just about Karnak, but I, I, I like this. So I'm going to, uh, I'm gonna stick with it. And I would definitely recommend it. The art is fantastic. And it's Ellis, but it doesn't... It's not the Ellis... It doesn't feel like Injection. It doesn't feel like... Well, maybe it does feel a little bit like Monet, but it, it just... It's nice. I, I'm always up to reading an Ellis book. This was... Um, this isn't the guy who... You know, I don't get the sense that this is the guy who wrote Transmit. It is, but it doesn't feel... You know, oh, if you've read Transmit, you'll like this. I wouldn't go that far, but... I think this was, um, and I mean, aside from shield, two agents from shield showing up, it, it's not exactly steeped in.
1: It's not doctor sleepless.
2: It's not doctor sleepless. And it's not, it's not so tight. You know, it, they're in the Arctic. So the chances of, well, I was going to say the chances of Spidey swinging in the background are nil, but now with Parker Industries' global worldwide phenomenon and a building on every street corner, he could show up anywhere
1: two things yes did they ever um say how karnak survived no. that fall he probably found probably the found spot. the weak spot
2: in the concrete or whatever in, 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 the, in the pavement yeah, yeah.
1: absolutely oh and two uh this is not a question but a, a, a comment i wish marvel would either commit to the inhumans or just renege like we're being teased constantly, oh the inhumans are going to be the new X Men. And I'm all for that.
2: Did Marvel say that or were those just rumors?
1: Um they were partly rumors, but I mean we did have the Inhuman series. We did have the and humanity whole, and Yeah, the whole blow up of the Ter Terrigen Myths and I, I think it's a it's a great idea because it's basically the same concept as you know, mutant kind. They didn't ask for these po- powers, you know, they were, they were born with them and in, in the humans, um well the new Inhumans humans case, they were, they were subject to these mists and, and against, they didn't have any control over it. So it's basically the same concept, but it allows Marvel to introduce a whole bunch of new characters. It's true. And I just have, you know, a pretty massive distaste for the X characters. With, Within, you know, there, there. I love my cable, but most of the (laughs) X X universe, I could do without. (sighs) You know, so either you know, get on board, Marvel. Let Let's go all in humans and shunt off the X Men to that planet. See, I can say this because he's not here. If I, he's like, come on, son. (laughs) You know, uh, that's an
2: uncanny impression. uh, wasn't it good? Oh my god, it was like right know, here. it's like you smell the beer.
1: It's the beer. Right? <laughs> the beer. Oh, <Come> son. <laughs> <laughs> <It's just> not... <laughs> <laughs> Alright yeah. everybody, hey. Uh, I hope you like this bullpen bulletins revisited. In a sense, Happy Halloween. It's, it's always gonna be David and myself. When we turn the light off on this sucker, it's probably gonna be David and myself. No offense. Well, <laughs>
2: We'll be on either side of the light switch.
1: You know, after this episode, maybe we'll take that out of his, out of his hands. Maybe we'll turn the lights off on Jason. Who knows? But anyway, thank you for being here. If you enjoyed what you heard, please do us a solid, like many people have done recently, and leave us an iTunes review or a review somewhere. Wherever you get this thing that allows you to leave reviews, do so. We would appreciate it because the, the, you know, the word of mouth we are so steeped in technology, yet word of mouth is very important. That's what b- social media is based on, word of mouth. And and we would very much be honored if you would tell someone else that you enjoy this. That is true. Yeah. Yeah, because we enjoy you. We tell people all the time. Our listeners
2: are the oh, best. Yeah. Search yeah. Sometimes, them sometimes we even name them. The, uh, and you can, you know, the the, get radiant <laughs> <laughs> If you are, uh. Not keen on <laughs> iTunes. There are other places you can find this. Stitcher. Uh Podcast Pickup. Probably Oh man. Is that still a thing? I, that might still be a thing. Wow. I wonder if we're still on there. Who came up with that uh, name? Podcast Pickup. What does it mean? Someone just they were into alliteration.
1: I guess. I guess. Maybe Stan came up oh, with it Oh, yeah. He he
2: created if he didn't
0: come up with it, he'll take credit absolutely. for it. Yeah. I came up That's... with that shit.
2: And the uh and and uh, the Google Play Store. So yeah, so go 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 listen, what? have fun. Google Play Store. You just refuse to check Messenger.
1: No, I saw it. I'm trying to play. Oh. You
2: can tell them what it is.
1: I ain't telling them nothing yet. I am a professional. Oh yeah, yeah, I am. Google I... Play Store.
0: Wow. Vaz is dots. All right, nice join color. us. Yes, uh... <laughs> <laughs>
1: I heard. Uh, just, <laughs> join us next week because we'll be here waiting for you. Especially David, he loves you so oh, much. so so much. He counts down the seconds the until seconds. His, 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 he can commune with all of you. And as always, say good night, David. Good night,
2: David. You're good. I always said that because I don't make you sleep in the west spot.
1: Wet spots all over. It's lost.
2: It's cause you sweat. It don't. Yeast! <laughs> You're dirty. <That's> Bye.
0: Okay. <laughs>